0: Free Talk Live. You can take control of these airwaves. Toll free, 855-450-free. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Join us online over at freetalklive.com. You can enjoy all the features that we have waiting for you there. Uh, Once again, freetalklive.com. Joining you in studio tonight on this Twitter Tuesday, it's Ian. A scientific genius named Johnny Ray. (laughs) Good evening. (laughs) And Mark. All right. Uh, so, you know, you can always bring up anything that you want. 855-450-FREE is the toll-free number here. We're still, uh, everything's okay up here in New Hampshire as far as uh, the weather situation is concerned. Sure, rub I, it
1: in. I mean, things look pretty rough in Jer- in Jersey right about now. Yeah,
0: right. well, they got flooding, right? I think what's interesting is looking at the, uh, the fake photos that have been being shared on social media. That's one of the more interesting stories out what do you there. Mean? Well, okay, so there have been a, a variety of Flooding slash hurricane scary photos that have been circulating as though they are this storm. Right. And in point of fact, they're not. And I don't remember if it was cracked, but there's something out there. I'm sure if you look at, you know, look for fake storm photos. Or no, Snopes has them, has a bunch of them. Like 20 different pictures that have just been seen all over social media that people are sharing as though they're actually occurring uh, and that they're attached to this storm. But nah. Not at all. Some of them are are doctored. Some of them are actual storms uh, photographed in other locations at other times, uh, but they're not this one. So it's it's interesting that uh, you know how can you tell right? Who who can verify these things? If somebody has a picture of a storm looking thing and it looks like Jersey, then you know
1: whatever. Uh, I mean, Jersey looks like every other place, right? Yeah. yeah. So. There
2: you go. I never followed the weather and when I was growing up I used to wonder about why people were so interested in the weather. Mm-hmm. And of course the reason is that the weather is I mean that's god that's 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 uh the weather controls your life to a great extent there's sure. nothing you can do about it so so as i've gotten older i've i've learned to appreciate the weather channel and, and stuff more and more it's true
0: it's true well i mean also when you own, when you own something like a house uh then the weather becomes a serious concern because at that point uh you know renters aren't liable for the damage to their homes but
1: i didn't pay as much attention to the weather when i lived in florida either they say that once the uh, even
0: when you owned your home yeah
1: well hmm. the you know you knew Florida. when the hurricane was coming though. Well you put a you, you put an umbrella in your car mm-hmm. and you've got the weather handled, except for hurricanes in yeah. Florida, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty I much. Mean, you don't need a snow shovel a in the A cold Florida. snap
0: here and there could kill some plants. Yeah,
1: uh, yeah, the worst case scenario. I never had any plants I worried about in Florida yeah. as far as that went. So, you know, generally people don't worry about the weather unless uh you know, when it's when it's relatively nice out.
0: So anyway, just uh, figured to give you an update. Uh, we're still on the air. Thank goodness. Hopefully you're all right down there. 855-450-FREE or wherever you are. one Excuse me, 3733 uh, You know, gambling is in the news again. This time it's uh, gambling leagues that are being cracked down on by various different state governments, including Florida as well as Maine. We can tell you about what happened in those incidents. One of them was a poker game rated with a $0 buy-in. We'll tell you more about that. But first, we're going to go to your phone calls here. Chris is on the line listening in California. Chris, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Johnny Ray, and Mark. Hello. It's good to hear you guys are all right. Thanks, Chris. Go ahead with your thoughts.
3: Well, I've seen on Freekeen.com, somebody had their sign stolen by an
0: officer. Yeah, this was their, a... Uh, it was actually a parody sign. It was not It was not an actual Romney sign. It was maybe one that had been modified or specially created uh, just for this. And the person who was putting the sign up was definitely not a Romney fan.
1: It uh, said something bad about Romney. I can't
0: remember exactly it what. It said it sucks. Something sucks. I'll pull it up here. Honk. I can't read the full text because of the glare of the flash. Honk. If something something sucks. Romney fisting, fisting America. America. Yeah. MittRomney.com. So, well, yes, that man's uh, sign was stolen by Keene police officers, and the story is there. What about it?
3: Well, I know that you all aren't into using the violence of the government and whatnot, but uh, increasingly these these cops are moving to chill free speech by just doing whatever they want. And uh, Title 18 of the U.S. Code, mm-hmm. under Section 242, I believe it is, uh, states uh, the, the, it States that people who uh, violate rights can be arrested under federal charges and do up to a year uh, in jail, and, and that doesn't exclude uh, penalties, for, you know, for murder or whatever. And so you uh, you could actually get federally charged for murder under that statute because you're viol- violating somebody's right to life. And if
0: is this the 1983 violated, statutes? Are these the 1983 statutes, as they're called?
3: I'm not familiar There's with There's some that, sort of federal
0: you know, like code called 1983 that is supposed to protect people's rights, and then when it's violated that uh, there are, you know, you
1: can sue the state government. This is what the Rodney, I think in, the Rodney King uh, beaters got uh, beaten upon.
0: Yeah, there are a number of, you know, ways that one could go, uh, you know, after these state actors through the state system. I don't oppose those methods. I just don't know how to do any of it, and I don't know anybody who, you know, the liberty lawyers are not beating down our door, uh to come and take these various different oppressors to court uh, to try to stick it to them and teach them a lesson—that sort of thing. So, um, you know, I I absolutely agree with you. There, there. I think there are some real good cases here for deprivation of rights. And in a variety of different ways, and certainly I've experienced it personally multiple times. I've watched it happen. I've witnessed it, and I've been a part of it uh, just as recently as Thursday when I was arrested for operating a video camera in a town hall in Palmer, Massachusetts. I mean, clear violation of freedom of, uh, of the press. Yeah. Crystal clear. Yeah, but, you know, again— you, uh,
3: you should be able to file charges, though, uh, with the sh- FBI. Should be is, is, a, is a true statement.
0: Title. You're probably absolutely oh, yeah, right I that know. I should be able to file charges. However, I have no idea how to do that. I'm not an attorney. I'm not trained in, in being an attorney. And, I, you know, my life is full of other things that, you know, take my time. I mean, I, I spend enough time working on filing motions and things like that. That's why I say I, if some attorney would step care. up who knows how to do these things and take on all these activist cases, there's plenty. There's plenty to choose from. Plenty of people have been aggressed against. Plenty of people have been harmed who uh, are, are peaceful folks. I mean, Rich Paul right now is facing uh, three to seven years or more, and more than that in prison. Actually, maybe like twenty. I don't even know. A lot of he's got four felony charges, so that could be a serious prison term. Uh, you know, so he's facing a lot of time. I'm facing some time, and I'm not. You know, we're not the only ones. It's just that we're not experts at this. And Daryl Perry from FPP.CC, who we're probably gonna have on Friday night uh, this week. Daryl uh, filed suit against the city of Keene. He's the first activist that I've seen file a, a suit. Uh, you know, some sort of a civil suit. He filed suit against the city of Keene for waking him up during the raid that they made on the Keene Activity Center a few months ago. I filed ago. a
1: suit back in uh, 2008 against the city? Against the town? Really? Okay.
3: What, what about personally? And personally filing suit against these
0: people? Well, they have because immunity, you don't, you
3: so have standing, they got to go in and fight it. They got to go in and say, "Oh, this person doesn't have standing," so yep. they, they they don't beat the rap.
0: But uh, or well, the city will hire an attorney for them. The city will hire hire an attorney, like they did uh, for the suit with Daryl. They then, uh, you know, spend money on that attorney. The Send case goes for it. The case goes through, you know, a, a couple of turns. The judge kicks the case out because the state has sovereign immunity, and, or like three different kinds of qualified immunity, and some other kind of immunity.
1: And you get a bill then, for $250 an hour. Well, hour, now, they
0: haven't hours. done that yet to Daryl. But they can. But they absolutely that's can. That's what they did to me on and, my case. And the attorney made a motion for it. I didn't realize that happened with you, too,
1: Mark. They threatened it, um, and that's basically, you know. They, but they didn't roll, go through with it? They they said if I dropped the case that, uh, that, they, they, would, wouldn't do that. they wouldn't do that. I and see. I looked at the law the way they interpreted it, and I saw yeah. the hole, the hole that they're talking about. And so. I got scared.
0: Daryl. all he was asking for was an apology initially. They wouldn't give it to him. So he filed suit for $20 a day uh ever since, you know, however many days it had been since the raid, since he didn't get an apology and an apology. And now if they rule uh in the you know, in the favor of the attorney because the attorney put a motion in saying, "Hey, uh, fees should come from the uh plaintiff." Did they do that? Uh the attorney did. Yes. Okay. The motion the motion has not been ruled on at this point. It's been a couple weeks. Uh, but if the judge wanted to, she could just simply grant that motion and assign all the uh, city of City Keene's attorneys' fees. Which, you know, if it's 250 bucks an hour and he worked 40 hours, that's uh, that's a lot of money.
2: I think if I was Daryl, I daryl's a a principled man but i'd be too scared to try something like that yeah
0: i mean i that's a real disincentive from uh from suing the state which is why i'd only want somebody who absolutely knew their s working on that case and chris thanks for the call tonight i appreciate hearing from you 855-450-FREE talk Talk live
1: are you a fan of fear liberty and good conversation
4: do you support freedom peace and voluntary interaction are you looking to meet others who think like you Don't wait for your move to the Free State Project to get started when you can do something about it today. This is Amanda Mill, encouraging you to set up a Liberty on the Rocks network near you to begin connecting and informing libertarian thinkers over drinks. Visit www.LibertyOnTheRocks.org.
0: This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves, toll-free, 855-453, the SACL's CAI toll-free line. Join us online over at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features we have waiting for you there. Those other talk show hosts, they want to charge you for accessing their sites. Ours is free. Just go to freetalklive.com, and you can enjoy it there with you in studio. It's Ian. Johnny Ray. And Mark. And don't forget, if you would like uh, to keep up to date with Free Talk Live, sign up for our news updates. Go to news.freetalklive.com, and you can sign up for our emailed updates, follow us on Twitter or Facebook, whichever your preference, whatever your method uh, that you prefer. Go to news.freetalklive.com and follow us
1: in whatever way is best for you. They're all completely free. So, um, strategicsurvival.com, it's a a book that gives you general preparedness ideas for many specific instances. Johnny Ray, you've been reading the book here, and um, tell me what your thoughts are. That's right.
2: I started reading it this week, and number one, I'm impressed with the way it's organized. Mm -hmm. It seems very modern, very relevant to today. Uh, I think I'm just going to open it up and take a look quickly. There's chapters in here about... um, different levels different retreat levels it's about scenario based survival so it it breaks down the scenario for you and then it tells you how you can prepare specifically for that specific
1: scenario so lots of different scenarios and gives you specifics like uh, product names and things like that too exactly one of the one of the, the author notes at the beginning of the book that he
2: chose to, Mention when when talking about products that are going to help in whatever scenario he's talking about. He mentions specific products, brand names, model names, tells you exactly the the, the right thing to get. And, I, and and I love that. And the what what I think is most is best about this book is that it'll give you peace of mind. I worry about what's happening in the world, and a lot of times with a lot of these specific scenarios, I got no idea what to do about it. But this book will fix that for me and for you and for you too, Mark, everybody. It tells you exactly what you need to do, gives you peace of
1: mind. You know, the preppers in uh, New Jersey and New York right now, they're doing fine. <laughs> <laughs> so strategicsurvival.com.
0: All right, so our toll-free number again, 855-450-FREE. Oh, by the way, I mentioned Twitter uh, previously. It is Twitter Tuesday, which means that if you tweet something at Free Talk Live, we'll see it and then follow you back as a result of you doing that. So tweet something, anything you want, at Free Talk Live, and that's how we see it happen. Okay, so 855-450-FREE. That's the number here. And by the way, I actually had put the hearing uh, that I was talking about previously where Daryl Perry from fpp.cc uh, was – you know, he had his case thrown out of court. You can listen to the attorney in that case blather on about uh, their, you know, sovereign immunities and that sort of thing. And so, again, kind of give you some idea for what that scene was like. That yeah, we've had
1: government people call into the show and say there is no such thing as sovereign immunity.
0: <laughs> well no it's there ludicrous. are different there are, okay oh yeah it's probably true there is like a qualified immunity sure, there there's is. some sort of other immunity and there's so all different of, kinds they of may immunity. not have actually used the term sovereign immunity but they did name three different types of immunity that they had which is what prevented them from yeah. being it's sued. interesting
1: how uh, you know people in the government they have immunity from uh, being uh, sued but the, you and i nope no immunity it's interesting
0: Yep. So I'll get that up here at some point. We'll link over to it and, uh, you'll be able to see that happen. If that's something that interests you at freekeen.com, it'll be up later. Uh, so 855 450 free. Let's go to Anthony, listening in Florida. Anthony, you're on Free Talk Live.
5: Hey, guys. Hey,
0: what's on your mind tonight? Um, I
5: just, I just had a quick question.
0: All
1: right. What's um, that?
5: Um, so I've been studying this whole medical marijuana thing. hmm. And, uh, I was wondering if you had any books that you could recommend or anything.
0: Books about medical marijuana specifically?
5: Or just about in um, general,
0: you know? Well, I when I was getting, I guess, going in my early adult years, I came across a book called Marijuana Myths, Marijuana Facts, which for me was a really formative uh, book because, you know, I had— uh, tried smoking cannabis as a teenager and, you know, did it a number of times, but not that often. Uh, and then I read Marijuana Myths, Marijuana Facts, and I realized how many lies really have been told about this. I mean, they really cover a lot of the classic myths uh, about marijuana, like, you know, make a girl breasts, that sort of thing, uh, just, I forget, just other just nonsensical nonsense. stuff. And then the other stuff that sounds believable about it as well, just kind of like, uh, I mean, again, it's been years since I've read the book, but the, it goes through 20 different uh really pervasive myths about marijuana. It just nails them.
1: Short-term memory, lethargy, things like this yeah. they're all, they'll always talk about.
0: So I'd recommend that one. But there are a bunch of them out there. And maybe a good way to get that sort of question answered would be to post it over on our BBS or our Facebook page. And other listeners could kind of chime in online
1: with uh, with their recommendations. Yeah, I can't of, think of any books that of I've of read favorite on the, books. The, Johnny, have you read, to... read any pop books? No, I haven't read any pop yeah. books. I mean, there's so many. There's probably so Most many. Most of my information of I've gotten online
0: Hey, Anthony, thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. Good luck with your search. 855-450-FREE, the SACL-CAI toll-free line.
2: Ian? Yes? I myself am on the horns of a mini-dilemma right now. I'm wondering if marijuana is wrong for me because, specifically, because of this short-term memory loss. You when feel
0: I, that you suffer short-term memory loss from using cannabis?
2: I do. Did but see- I know that when I was a kid, I had... I had horrible short-term memory. I've always That's been.
0: What I, that was the case with me. I remember being forgetful as uh, as a young person and, and pointing that out uh, with my parents. So I don't really feel like cannabis has affected me.
2: I'm thinking about maybe trying a change of lifestyle and just
0: seeing what it does. I
1: think you absolutely should do this with your life. You should see, you know, try. it doesn't hurt. If you quit for a year, quit not smoking pot. See what that's like. I
0: remember when I was uh, again, when I was younger and still kind of paranoid about cannabis, even though I was using it, I was still kind of paranoid about it. So I told myself I wanted to quit for a whole month just to make sure I could. I think it was like 17 or 18 or like it was like 18 around that time. And yeah, I quit for a month and it was no problem. I mean, I thought about it a lot. Uh, and I was kind of I was doing more research on marijuana during that month than I normally would have, you know, reading uh, internet forums and things like that. So uh, it became a little more central uh, as far as what I was doing with my time. But but I wasn't actually smoking it, and that wasn't a problem. Then the next year I did the same thing, and then one year, uh, so I kind of made a little habit out of it, just quitting for a month every year. And then one year I quit for an entire year. My like- life wasn't any better. I, I I like to have a little bit of
2: mind alteration every now and then. And yeah. I don't like alcohol. It gives me terrible heartburn. Ooh.
0: Not so. to mention it can do some other things that are nasty if you go overboard, right? A lot now, more it, are side you gonna, effects to alcohol. Do you get the heartburn just for drinking you know, beer, or is it only if you pound them down? Or, like, where's the—is there a line for you?
2: No, I need to pound them down to have a significant I heartburn see. pain.
0: Yeah, it's probably just a bad idea to pound beers. I mean, in general, it's— if you don't get heartburn from it, you might not have a good feeling in the morning, right?
1: Yeah, well, you wake up with a headache. It's no fun. Yeah.
0: So, uh, yeah, I mean, for me, I think that my life wasn't better. In fact, I feel like it's better with cannabis. Look, I don't want to make it so that everybody goes out and smokes cannabis out there. That's not my goal here. It's just my own personal story. Is uh, I feel like uh, my life is more enriched with uh, with that in it. That's... That's that's my observation after having not had it for an entire year.
1: I used to smoke uh, cannabis like like I was a broke microwave, and um, you know I don't miss it not at all.
0: Sometimes you grow out of it too. I mean, some people just it's a phase. They uh, they get into it for a while, they do it heavy, and then they get out, and they're never in it again, or maybe here and there, and that's about it. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Or your body changes how it responds to it I'm as well. it does. That happens. It's Free Talk Live. Your story's welcome teaching without preaching the ideals of liberty to young and old alike libertania the liberation of conformia is a picture book which tells the story of thomas the candy maker and his trip from the free land of libertania to the statist land of conformia where he deals with border crossings fiat money business regulations and corrupt officials with his civil disobedience and run for office conformia will never be the same go to libertania.com to purchase your copy today in print or kindle format for a discount code check out the libertania facebook page This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want toll free at 855 450 free. The SACL CAI toll free line. Join us online, freetalklive.com. And you can enjoy the features uh, that we have there for you. They are totally free, and that's the way a talk show website should be. So enjoy it at freetalklive.com. And one of those features is the Shrine of Female Listeners, the dozens of ladies who've taken the time to send in their validated photo or video showing that they're listeners of the program. You can go to shrine.freetalklive.com to see that. And if you're a lady listener, get details on how to be part of the Shrine at shrine.freetalklive.com.
1: Is is this the holiday season now, Ian? I mean, you know, tomorrow's Halloween?
0: I would say so, yeah. I mean, Halloween is definitely, uh, you know, after Halloween, the Christmas sales really kick in pretty hev- heavily. I don't certainly. just mean
1: Christmas, but I mean Thanksgiving. It's a it's Yeah, a... yeah, okay. absolutely. Well, generally people like to have good things to eat around the holiday season. And the place to get some good things to eat is statelesssweets.com. They've got all kinds of sweets there made with all natural ingredients. These are very high quality, good candies that are made by a Jillian over there at State's Stateless Sweets. Handcrafted. Handcrafted would be a good term for them. I'm looking here at uh, uh, those chocolate covered caramels. Uh, they've got chocolate. Sadly, covered- you're
0: looking at them online, not in real life. Yeah, pistachio we've eaten brittle. Brittle. When do, When does the
1: pistachio
2: brittle come in? That's what I want. Yeah, it sounds really good, doesn't it? It sounds like the best right now yeah. <laughs> to supplant my current favorite, which is uh, your favorite as well, the toffee. The butter toffee.
1: Here's what you do is you go get the sampler. They've got a sampler package. Yeah, that's smart. <laughs> and then you can get a bunch of different ones and uh, try them out and find out which one works for you. Variety is the spice of life. At statelesssweets.com. And well, you can pay with Bitcoin over there, too, right? You can. You can pay with Bitcoins. Pretty cool.
0: 855-450-FREE, a poker league that runs its tavern-based games without a buy-in. Was the target of a police crackdown in Florida this past weekend. The story, according to CardPlayer.com, on Saturday, state and local authorities raided a monthly poker tournament at a bar in the city of Largo after an investigation into unlawful gambling. The Tampa Bay Times reported the Nuts Poker League. That's nuts with a Z. Which was running a free game open to the public at Louis' Grill and Sports Bar at the time of the crackdown said on its Facebook page that some of the police were in full riot gear and had their weapons drawn for
1: a bunch of people playing poker Just, for no only, money. That's
2: only prudent.
0: That's right. The tournament's uh... <laughs> going into a bar.
1: That's not how I go into a bar. The tournament's that's how f- I go
0: to the bathroom <sighs> with full riot gear on. You mean? Yeah. The uh, tournament's 140 players reportedly were told to stop what they're doing, and when the dust settled, six were arrested and accused of being involved with a quote gambling house unquote. One woman present uh, present described the event in a blog post, saying, "Quote today, while out playing poker with this poker league, we were raided by the Florida Division of Alcohol, Beverages, and Tobacco. All with men didn't have anything better to do. Imagine
1: how much money was spent on this raid for people. They got
0: the crew out for sure, playing
1: cards for no money."
0: All with men and women officers wearing black masks so he couldn't see their faces. That's because they're embarrassed about what they do, in my opinion. They don't want to be seen. Doing what they're doing by you know a loved one who might be at a poker
1: game with 160 people uh, at it. It dehumanizes them. Um, yeah. I mean, whenever you see the bad guys on TV, uh, generally the the henchmen, the, you don't see their faces. Right. This is you know this is a technique,
2: and it's a, and it's also very intimidating. Yeah. So so that's another reason to make it a technique specific.
0: Well, right. If you purposefully, can put, if you can put a layer in between the humanity that all police have. I mean, at some level, they're human beings. Sure, they are. Uh, they have feelings. They have families. They have things that are important in their lives. And when you can lock eyes with another human being and connect on that kind of uh, you know, unspeakable level – there's something there that is taken away by having a mask or having a pair of reflective sunglasses or whatever because even if even if the cops isn't black masks they are frequently behind those cop glasses uh and they make it very difficult for you to connect with that sort of emotive uh human being behind behind them.
2: That's right. You look at the 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 gas masks or the stormtrooper helmets and you and you you realize I can expect no mercy from this from this, yeah, right it's, robot. it's
1: inhuman, or you know, bug-like, or whatever, whatever the idea is behind it. I mean, it's ob- obviously a technique. I wonder what would happen if you'd say, "I'll give you my license and registration as soon as you remove your sunglasses." You take off your
0: glasses. That's an interesting idea. I just wonder. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I wonder what would happen. <laughs> Why not try it? I mean, they probably aren't going to arrest you for guaranteed to get
1: the ticket at that point. Yeah.
0: If you're going to be an activist, you're guaranteed to get some, you know, tickets. If you're
1: going to stand up for your
0: rights, I just going to well,
1: you have no right to have you them r- remove your the, the sunglasses. I'm just wondering.
0: Well, you have a right to negotiate. You absolutely do at any time. You can negotiate something else with these guys. I like agree I negotiated with that. the return of my camera and my my cell phone. Uh, pretty much immediately after getting out of uh, the the lockup last week in Palmer, Massachusetts. Had I not said anything, I probably would not have gotten those things.
1: Probably not.
0: So, uh, back to the Quote here from the ladies blog she talks about their black masks she says we were forced by a threat of going to jail to place our hands on the table where they could uh, see them and stay there until we were told felony charges have been filed according to the league under Florida law the felonies would be in the third degree and could carry a f- now third degree is that worse than no. a first it's not as okay but it's still felony <laughs> Five years. In- Yeah, still a prison of up to five years. Luke Lurit, an attorney involved in the matter, told Card Player that players took cell phone photos and video of the raid and were ordered by the officers to delete the material. So again, these people... They don't want you. They don't want to be seen doing this. They don't want to be seen. They're wearing masks. They don't want to be seen on YouTube. They don't want people to know about this. I mean, I don't know how many other places reported on this. This is cardplayer.com. This is not coming from, you know, mainstream media, Tampa Bay Online or something like that. I'm not saying they didn't cover it. I don't know. But, you know, stories like this don't get the coverage they deserve.
1: Sure. This is just your average individual pay, play, what playing for no money. Is that right? You said zero
0: dollar $0 buy-in. Now I don't know if that means there wasn't somebody throwing money on a table somewhere. You know, in this 160-person game, but to get into the game, it was. $0. I mean, there's
1: lots of poker tournaments that go on for charity in in Sarasota, Florida. I have. Uh, well, those w- I'm sure are permitted c-
0: appropriately. Mark, celebrity and have begged
1: for permission. You know, the celebrity d- dealer or whatever. Not that I'm any celebrity, and not that I can deal very well, but <laughs> you know, I, I have certainly done these things. And wasn't that a pork fest or something? The Porcupine um, Freedom Festival. I, I may have done some of the Porcupine Freedom Festival, but I did it. In a I know you were a bartender too. at one point. There, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah,
0: Ian. Do you like to play poker? Uh, you know, I no,
1: not really. I do, I never do either. I
2: I find that I get beginner's luck. It seems maybe that's just what I remember mm-hmm. that I'm that I'm lucky when I play. But I do not know how to play poker. I wouldn't put my money on the line because I'd lose it.
0: Yeah, that's how I feel about it. And I don't really feel like uh, like learning. You know, and I'm not really interested in. In spending the time and effort to learn how to play poker, especially against uh, more talented players who you know, have done it for many, many years, say like
1: a demo from CopBlock.org. It's uh, fun to play. It's fun to win. It's not fun to lose. Yeah. And it's not fun to study and get good at it. So it's fun to play for small pots. Is the way I see poker, you know, yeah, like not dimes and quarters and stuff.
2: Yeah, uh, it wouldn't be fun for me to study how to get good at it, but I'm sure it is fun for lots of people. Andrew Carroll was a he was a he was a freak. And one of those, a,
0: uh, one of the earlier movers for the Free State Project, actually, it was subject of a documentary called Libertopia. As a matter of fact,
2: and he was a big uh, poker
0: player. So I did look here, by the way, to try to dig up a little more information uh, about the Nuts Poker League story. Here's to see who covered this. Now, if you do if you search for Nuts Poker League that's Nuts with a Z uh, Poker League on Google you do the news search on Google it comes up with a handful of poker sites and tampa com, which is the Tampa Bay Times yep. reporting. So Tampa Bay Times did report on this however that's it. That's how unremarkable the news media considered this story of the police doing an armed raid on a publicly announced free-to-play poker tournament that's how absolutely uninterested the media is in stories like this now if the if the news if the government came into the local uh, television station Why don't read the bingo halls they do that too sometimes depending but uh, if the government came into the local tv station and held all of its employees at uh, at gunpoint for some perceived violation of city code or something like that that would get some coverage on the news sure that night. would. Uh, but no, you know, if it's somebody else having their business raided, you know, it's just another raid. Businesses get raided all the time, right? Eight five, it's the police state of America. So where's the news? Eight five five four fifty free. We'll tell you more about that raid, and it's not the only one. There's another one in Maine, probably, probably one near you that we haven't heard about. Uh, it's free talk live. 855-450 free. Do you think poker and gambling should be illegal? Really?
1: Are you looking for camping, hunting, or shooting gear?
0: This is Free Talk Live, Bring up anything you want here. Toll-free number 855-453. It's the cycle CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. And here with you tonight, it's Ian, Johnny Ray, and Mark. We invite you to the website. Head over and enjoy the features. Now, if you like the fact that we give you the website for free, there's something you can do for us. You can shop. free talk live mark you mentioned the holiday season well perfect time to get your shopping done do it now take care of it you know all that stuff don't go bother with the stores and the lines and the parking lots and the angry customers and the surly clerks you can do it all from your computer at shop.freetalklive.com when you go to shop.freetalklive.com you will see links to amazon there's amazon us amazon uk amazon canada you click into the right one for you you get whatever you're looking for it's amazon huge selection Free Super Saver shipping on a, on a bunch of their brand-new items. And in addition to that, you're going to get great uh, great deals, plus all the reviews, everything you're used to. You're just entering through our affiliate links over at shop.freetalklive.com. So Free Talk Live gets a cut of the sale. Once again, shop.freetalklive.com. Get all your holiday shopping done, including gift cards.
1: If you, uh, I, I did an, an Edgington post just before the show with uh, Bill Frezza. I spoke with him. He is a fellow from the Competitive Enterprise Institute, and I spoke with him about uh, government manipulation of statistics, and there's a lot of government Im- manipulation of economic statistics out there, and also his sort of uh, predictions about uh, the coming economy and-, and things like that. You can find it at soundcloud.freetalklive.com. That's where all the Edgington posts are. It's soundcloud- Excuse me, soundcloud.freetalklive.com.
0: All right, so we've been talking about gambling, and what sparked the conversation is a story from CardPlayer.com. It's on a handful of other uh, poker-related websites. Barely scratched the surface of the news. Tampa Times reported on it, but that's it. Uh, it's a 140 to 160 people playing poker in public. You know these people were outdoors at a you know bar and grill in Tam- in Largo, Florida. They
1: clearly did not think that they were doing something illegal,
0: right? And they it was a
1: zero buy-in.
0: The cops come in, right? Zero buy-in. The cops come in with the full raid team and hold people at gunpoint, demand they keep their hands on the table. We'll tell you more about their story, but I asked the question. Does anybody actually think gambling should be illegal? I mean, there's one guy here in the Tampa Times story that says it was like something out of a bad movie with masks and guns out. They made everyone feel like we were really criminals. Let's go to you and your thoughts. George, listening in Richfield. Are they criminals? George in New Hampshire, you're on Free Talk Live.
4: Absolutely
6: not criminals. First of all, they weren't playing for money. Second of all, if they were playing for money and they earned it honestly— Uh, That money is property under under the New Hampshire and the United States Constitution. That property belongs to them for them to do with what they see fit.
0: Well, I agree with you, but I wonder how many people have actually challenged these charges? Because we talk a lot on this show about the plea deal process and how it is that, what is it, 98% or something like that of cases get a plea deal and nobody ever goes to trial, hardly
1: anybody. I don't know what the percentage is, but I can tell you that fewer than 1% of cases of arrests end up in court.
0: Yep, uh, the hardly anybody goes to uh, to trial with these things. So I wonder how many times have they busted up I these gambling? Trial. How many times have they busted up these gambling operations? And everybody just takes a plea, and nobody ever bothers you know bothers kind of challenging the constitutionality or the unconstitutionality of the the bans on uh, gambling.
2: Is gambling illegal it's, simply because it's so profitable?
6: Actually, in New Hampshire, uh, I was the sponsor of the decriminalize bill in the state house this year. To make it so that playing any poker game at your house, in public or anywhere else, was going to be
5: legal.
0: Awesome! And oh, this positive. must be uh, State Representative George Lambert. Then
6: I guess it is. Oh, How hey. did you know? I just said my name. <laughs>
0: uh, I didn't hear the. Uh, I didn't hear the the, the last part. I, if you did say the last part, but uh, yeah, oh, it's, okay. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad that uh, that you're out there doing that, and you're one of the more liberty-oriented folks in the state legislature up here. But you're not a you're not a free state project participant, right?
6: I am not. Uh, actually, I lived here beforehand. Um, and, you know, people ask me that all the time. And I say, you know what? Um, if I'd lived somewhere else, I probably would have signed up and moved.
0: Oh, that's excellent.
6: Um, but I'm, you know, I was up here and involved in, you know, complaining about the atrocities of government for years. And somebody said, well, you know, you have two choices put your name on a ballot and do something about it or shut up. So I put you my did name it. on a ballot. And, and I went out and said, you know, why is it? That we go out and say this stuff is illegal. We have laws on the books that are absurd.
1: Oh, yeah. No Focus, shortage. There's one
6: of them. There's no shortage. There's 11,000 pages of laws in New Hampshire. Wow. Tiny,
1: state. wow. tiny, tiny print. Yeah,
6: actually, it, that's when you include the administrative rules. There's 11,000 pages.
0: Good Lord. I'd like that's to all. cut that down to 11. That, that I think would be... So would, would I, be, actually.
6: Yeah. But <laughs> that would be about the size of our Constitution. But we'll keep working on that. So yeah, hey, tell me more about, about your bill.
0: Topic. I mean, George, tell yeah. me more about your bill. You were trying to make it so poker games at home, even for, you know, a little bit of money would have been legal, is that right?
6: Actually, I wanted to make sure that I could play a poker game with 10 friends for $1100 a piece so we could send someone to the World Series.
0: Nice. I now,
6: what were so the I didn't objections? I talk about nickel dime quarter. I said, you know what? It's my money. I should be able good to for spend you, it in my home the way that I want.
0: Good, good for you Go for ahead. going all in because it's really frustrating to me when I hear people in politics, especially who are supposedly liberty oriented, saying, "Well, oh, we can't come up with a uh, uh, a principal bill. We have to water it down in order for it to be accepted." But usually, bills get watered down in the process anyway. So why not come to the table with something principled, like it sounds like you did? I think that's uh, that's great news. But what happened to it? Did it uh, you know make it out of committee? What? What was the story?
4: The good news is
6: the good news is the governor signed it. Get out of here. I mean, yeah. Oh, no, that's the great news. Actually, when he signed it, it didn't have a single word of my language in it. It <laughs> didn't do oh, anything God. to protect the poker players. It went out and made a whole bunch of other things illegal oh, and no. became a completely status bill oh. that I'm the prime sponsor of. Oh, God. It didn't have a single word of my language. Because... That's got
0: to be frustrating.
6: <laughs> You'd think that, wouldn't you? <laughs> And then when you have all of these reporters calling me up and going, well, why is it that you would be so in favor of making it illegal for people to play games of chance for wow. money they earned? I get to say, I'm not opposed to that at all. <laughs> the problem is that the establishment doesn't like it. First, they don't get to tax it. Second, they don't get to regulate it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep.
6: Third...
0: State lottery. It, yeah, it is. Comp- it is competition right. to them. That's true.
6: And so there's an argument that said I went out and tried to fight in the Republican platform in New Hampshire to get them to support and endorse lottery games, games of chance, and poker. They didn't support that. And so in the New Hampshire Republican platform, we say we're opposed to gambling because of its negative social um, consequences.
1: Now, I've heard that there's I, not, more. Know, I was at the uh, Republican state convention. I don't remember voting on that.
6: You didn't. That's because I tabled it. Okay, great. I tried to actually get it tabled, so that we could actually get some people to go out and say, "No, this really ought to be a debate," because they were going to try to beat us on
0: it. What are the what are the uh, crimes in New Hampshire for gambling? Let's say, uh, you know, George, you you know, state rep. Let's say you got in front of the uh, entirety of the state house and decided to uh, engage in another game of in some sort of game of chance uh, with another state representative, uh, you know, who's another liberty-oriented person. What would they charge you with if they were going to arrest you?
6: If I was doing it at the State House on the state floor, it would be legal because if in testimony I were to do something like that as antics, I can't be charged for that. But if I do it at my home, oh yeah.
0: Can I get up as a state representative and uh, smoke a marijuana cigarette in front of uh, the the State House as an antic? uh,
6: You could, actually, and the (laughs) Speaker of the House could have you thrown in jail because he's the only person who can actually arrest you. While you're in the middle of your legislative duties at the state house,
1: so let me ask so, you: the, the speaker of the house could suggest-
0: arrest you, then, in theory, for uh, for gambling.
6: Uh, actually, um, not if it was part of testimony. You said in front of the state house. Oh, okay. So, as if I were testifying, <laughs> as part of the testimony, legislators have immunity.
0: Oh, that's incredible! But,
6: huh, they'd be amazed, the little things, so they can actually go out and speak honestly about it. I saw an awful lot of state reps get up and look, say, "Look, I smoke marijuana." In the, on the house floor. I'm like, what are you doing? You're going to get arrested. And then you learn the rules. Uh Uh-huh. But here's the problem. If I come home and I play an illegal card game at my house, they could take my house.
0: Gosh. Is it a felony?
6: Yeah, actually, depending on the limits, it could be.
0: So it's the money. The money is the factor as to whether it's a misdemeanor or a felony? Yes. It's ridiculous. Um,
6: And um, anyone who participates or allows it to happen can be
0: charged. Wow.
6: And So they're... if you just
0: own the house and you're there in the other room watching TV, uh, you're guilty. Yes, sir. Wow.
1: I love the idea of allowing it to happen. It turns you into a snitch, this essentially. This is so
0: ridiculous. Now, to tell me, uh, George, are you running for re-election this year?
1: Oh, yes, I am. How's, how's the campaign going? Uh,
6: well, I think it's going pretty well. My brand seems to have a great deal of um, credibility. Um, The Democrats calling me a free stater seems to be...
0: Anyone who's an activist apparently is a free stater now. Uh, There's a court uh, filing recently that labels everybody who's an activist as a FSP member, a Free State Project member, which is ridiculous because there's plenty of people that have been here for longer than the Free State Project like you that are active and New Hampshire natives as well. George, I appreciate the call tonight. Keep us in the loop with uh, any sort of developments that you feel like are relevant to our audience, and I appreciate hearing from you. We're coming up. You can take control. This is Free Talk Live. Hour 2 is next. Gambling.
7: Election day is fast approaching. As Americans, we're looking to vote in a new batch of Washington's best, brightest, and morally bankrupt flim flam artists that money can buy. These irresponsible, unaccountable politicians will try to convince us that red is more fashionable than blue, or that blue is superior to red. These hucksters all want us to know that it's okay to bend over for their big business friends. In our hearts, we all know that no matter what color we choose, we're going to get screwed. Oh, yeah. The staff at VavaVoom says let's get screwed in style. From naughty to nice, VavaVoom has all the top brands of adult novelties, DVDs, sexy lingerie, and supplements that will help keep your bedroom heated these cold winter nights. Let VavaVoom help you get your kink on. Prefer to shop naked? Oh, yeah. Fulfill even your naughtiest fantasies online at shopvavavoom.com. That's shopvavavoom.com.
0: This is Free Talk Live and we're kicking off the second hour of the program. Toll-free number is 855-453. That's the Sakel CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. In the studio here, it's Ian. Johnny Ray. And Mark. And uh, you can bring up anything you want. That is the point of the program. In fact, Johnny Ray, you're going to be talking to us a little bit later about how war begets the state. That's right. We'll get to that. But your calls come first. And also, uh, just to bring you up to speed, if you're just tuning in, we've been talking about gambling. There's a story out of Florida, another one in Maine. But the Florida story involves approximately 150 people. We were at a local bar and grill in Largo, Florida. They were playing a poker tournament. Which had a zero dollar buy-in, so presumably that means that uh, it was zero dollars throughout it's the entire tournament.
1: Thing. And usually, you have to put money into a tournament, and then they right. take the kit and then they have the kitty. So, I mean, if it's zero dollars to get in, it wouldn't make much sense for anybody else to put any money in.
0: I imagine there was some sort of prize put up by either the Nuts Poker League or the bar itself, yep. so as to incentivize people coming to the bar and drinking their alcohol. Sounds right. Uh, and so a bunch of people were there. I mean, this sounds like a successful event. 140 people at this uh, this event, rated by the police police dressed all in black black masks covering their faces pointing guns at people masks
1: covering their faces and full riot swat gear in order to raid a bar with middle-aged people playing poker in it i mean it just doesn't make any sense and i just can't believe americans you know put up up with it well, what are you supposed to do? I don't I mean, know. You know, again, I don't know. the
0: activist is alone out there. I mean, the, if you want to do something about it, the, of these 160 people, by the way, there were only six arrests, uh, and they were for felony gambling, you know, facilitation-related charges. Right, So they the people in charge. Right, they didn't arrest the, the players, at least that I can tell but had they gone ahead and arrested these 160 folks how many of them would have actually taken it to trial just even taken it to trial let alone done tried to do anything beyond that level of uh, of activism for this most people wouldn't because it's just easier to not go to trial it's easier to take the plea deal it's just easier people want to go through the path of least resistance and you you can't blame them for that folks just want to live their lives you know they just want to enjoy their card games watch their television shows drink their favorite beer and you know do enough work to cover all the the costs of uh, having the fun they want to have and that's cool man that's cool i don't blame anybody for that but the problem is in the aggregate that is what makes things worse. People not being willing to stand up for their rights, people not being willing to speak out, not being willing to refuse to obey, not being willing to take tra- charges to trial, things like that. People going along to get along is why things are as bad as they are. It's why things keep getting worse with more taxes, more regulations, more controls year after year after year. And, of course, people ask the question, you know, well, why is not anything ever changed? Well, ask yourself why you don't do anything. If you're not, if you're somebody who's, in, if you're doing things, great, appreciate it. Move to New Hampshire. If you're doing things, get to New Hampshire, where your doing things can be amplified by other people doing things in the near vicinity to you, where you've got great people like uh, George, who called us, George Lambert, who's a state representative, not a Free State Project member, but one of the most principled state reps in the state house. Now,
1: this was something that I, um, you know, I've been talking. I was talking to somebody, I think it was last week or this week or something like that, and I think that this is the 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 cleanest and largest victory of the free state project. Which one is that? It, not that it moved, uh, you know, eleven hundred quantifiable. Excuse me, the eleven hundred in state members mm-hmm. of the free state project here, you know, doing their thing. Uh, more than a dozen in the st- have been elected to the state house. That's right, and several dozen have been elected to positions all around the state. That's not it. What's it is, for every Free State Project member who came here and got involved, they kicked the butt of four already-principled Liberty-type folks in New Hampshire into gear. Probably they true. Said, they Probably said, whoa, whoa! And now the New Hampshire Liberty Alliance, there are fewer fewer than 20 elected Free State Project reps in the state house, but the New Hampshire Liberty Alliance has endorsed... 125. Mm-hmm. That's about just about a third of the reps. So with a third of the reps, you've got the libertarian veto. The, New Hampshire has reached essentially the holy grail. If this isn't the holy grail, it's at least the holy teacup of <laughs> the uh, of you know politics for libertarians. Now in order to get your bill through uh-huh. it must go through the libertarian gauntlet, and and, and that means that you know your, the Democrats will get their civ, uh, their civil freedom stuff through, the Republicans can get their fiscal freedom stuff through, but all the rest of that stuff, it's getting blocked.
0: Most, I would say, most of it. I mean, you're not it's looking most. at every single bill, not, Mark. You you can't really say for sure on that. But uh, certainly there are a lot of liberty-oriented people in the state house. I'm not going to go ahead and go out on a limb and say that everybody that the New Hampshire Liberty Alliance endorses is principled. I don't think that's true. I I think think they're they're more likely to vote in the right direction than not. That doesn't mean they'll make the wrong votes. It's a big,
1: strong fence. But things can still get through the big, strong fence. There's no doubt. But this is an early, you
0: know, very early stage in which we find ourselves here in the New Hampshire Free State Project. Johnny, you've been here since, what, 08? (laughs) Oh seven, Late 08. Late 08. And, uh, you know, things just keep getting more and more interesting as more people move here and get active in whatever way they think is uh, is most effective. But let's go back to your calls. Raphael is listening in D.C. Raphael, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Johnny Ray, and Mark. Hey. Hey, guys. How's it going? Hey, great. What's on your mind tonight? Uh,
8: I saw the Facebook post. I haven't been listening before, but I saw the Facebook post about should gambling be illegal. And, uh, you know, I just got my absentee ballot. And I just sent it in. And I'm here in uh, Maryland, right on the border of D.C., and we mm-hmm. got this thing here called uh, Question 7, Gaming Expansion Referendum. And, uh, you know, I can tell you how I voted on it, but I'd be interested to think – I kind of thought for a while. I wasn't sure really what the good libertarian answer was, and I'll tell you why. Uh, this It starts out, do you favor the expansion of commercial gaming in the state of Maryland for the primary purpose of raising revenue for education to authorize video lottery operation, yada, yada, yada? So on the one hand, you know I'm a libertarian, and I want people to be able to, you know, build casinos and, you know, voluntarily partake in that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not too much into it, but I have a lot of friends who do sports gambling, which I'm telling you, they have a better time watching a football game gambling twenty bucks on it then than they-, they could ever have spending a hundred bucks to go to the game. Yeah, so sure, that's cool. Yep. Um, but on the other hand, the way that this uh, referendum's uh, written. It's very clear that all the money's going to go to the state to fund yeah. education, right so it's kind of like the Ron Paul thing where it's like, well, I agree with this, but I'm in principle, I don't want to grow the state and give more you know right. like like they don't have enough money, yeah
0: they're, they're not wasting. proposing rolling so back I'm, a tax somewhere else. They're just proposing exactly. this is going to be another source of revenue for the state. I, I would agree with you. It would be wrong to vote in favor of that. Well,
1: it's 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 really tough too because also whenever you these gambling bills are always really ugly. They're designed to let a certain amount of places uh, allow gambling. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know our buddies are going to be able to get a license right. to uh, have gambling. I mean, you you know you're not going to have every bar or hotel or uh, convenience Which store. Which is the way
0: it should be. Anybody who wants to anybody, be able to do it.
1: as far as I'm concerned, anybody who wants to participate in gambling should be able to do that, and anybody who wants to uh, uh, sell that game, you know, whatever. Gambling should be legal, as far as I'm concerned, and the state shouldn't be involved in it in any way. So, I have a you-
2: question. Yeah. Isn't the situation, the marijuana situation in Colorado, similar
0: insofar as growing the state? Because it's a legalization proposal? Right. I think that it's different in that if uh, you can buy marijuana legally in – in Colorado, it takes a huge chunk out of the black market, whereas just having a legal gambling house where all the money goes to the state is not the same you – know, it's, it's not equivalent. Here's,
1: here's the reason that I would vote for it. The is, gambling thing? Yeah, I'd vote for it um, in this case, uh, Raff, because the fact is is that if it's, if gambling's illegal, they're going to – just like they did in Florida and just like they did in Maine and just like they do in all kinds of other states, they're going to send in cops to point guns at people and hurt them. And threaten them and do all kinds of things to them. There was a gambling pool, and it might have been Maryland, it might have been Virginia, a few years ago where they shot an optometrist through the head while he was kneeling on the ground with his hands uh, right. behind his head. His he had a work head. pool that he was running. What's that? He yeah. had a
0: work pool that he was, it was, it, was
1: a, it was a football pool. Yep. And uh, I guess the, triggers, the trigger finger slipped on this cop. I never heard about this cop going to prison. If I shot somebody accidentally because my finger slipped on a trigger, I'm sure I'd be in prison for the rest of my life. Yeah. But not this person. Anyway... So that will stop those instances. No, it I would won't. rather. Wait, wait, wait. No, it wait. Won't. I would having rather.
0: A casino isn't going to stop people having a football pool.
1: I would rather the government uh, take money and put it into uh, roads than to put money into cops that go and raid people's uh, houses and. There, that there's thing. not a proposal. I've on never on heard the ballot, of a raid. Not the, one the, raid in Nevada. The,
0: there is not a proposal. You don't live in Nevada. There's not cool. a proposal on the ballot there to stop raiding uh, people's poker games. The proposal is to build a state casino. Raphael, you're welcome to share. If there's more to your story, you can hang on. 855-450-FREE. The SACL-CAI toll-free line because we didn't hear what happened with uh, with the proposal. 855-450-3733. You bring up what you want, and especially if you're somebody who thinks gambling should be illegal, I know you're out there. It's Free Talk Live.
1: The three most important things you can do for Free Talk Live are, one, share one episode a week on Facebook or in some other social networking site. Two, you bring up whatever you
0: want toll free 855 free this is free talk live 1-855-450-3733 with you tonight it is ian johnny ray and mark and you can join us online at freetalklive.com hey grab some archives if you'd like they go all the way back to late 2006 we give them to you you just click and download they're yours right there on the top of the site you can go to freetalklive.com and get as many as you'd like. In fact, if you want to go way back, you can just click into the archive section of the site or just go to the SoundCloud page. Go to soundcloud.freetalklive.com and you can grab them there. Take as many as your little heart desires. They are all completely free at freetalklive.com. Somebody asked a question on our uh, Twitter earlier today. Can I use your logo as my Twitter icon thing? And uh, yeah, we don't believe in intellectual property, so go ahead, use whatever logo you want, however you want. Uh, I don't care. I Make do sure in intellectual
1: property. Make t-shirts, I just, sell just them. Believe that uh, people should, uh, you know, protect it themselves.
0: Okay. Well, I don't think that uh, I'm trying to. I don't want to protect my. Yeah, you go, I, absolutely. You go right ahead.
1: I want you to use my stuff because we give our stuff away for free. But yeah. it's nice of him to ask.
0: Yeah, I we appreciate. Well, I mean, it's nice of him to ask, but I'd rather people not ask. So just go you. right. Just go right ahead. 855453. Uh, By the way, freestateproject.org, I didn't mention that before, but we had talked to uh, one of the state reps uh, who is a big advocate of uh, you know, legalizing gambling basically, or decriminalizing uh, gambling. And I just wanted to you know, point out, hey, what a great group of uh, liberty oriented state reps we have. And I mean the real hardcore principled ones. I was out uh, with Mark Warden, uh, who is our wonderful porcupine real estate agent. And uh, he was, uh, he took me out to lunch today, which was nice. I'd gone out to support Michelle Seven and her son uh, as he was on trial, his very first trial for driving without a license and uh, I guess unregistered vehicle. Because apparently, even if you're in a vehicle that is owned by someone else, you somehow are responsible for knowing whether or not it's registered. They found him guilty. That makes no sense, huh? On both counts. And uh, anyway, Mark took me out to breakfast or lunch, and it was it was excellent. Because he is a really principled guy who gets the ideas of liberty. Now, he is a Free State Project participant. He's also running for re-election. There's a number of folks that are running again this year and a number of new people stepping up to run. Mark it's Wharton really has been
1: tar- targeted by the Democratic Party legislative something committee a national committee a national committee is one of the 60 most important races for the democrats in nationwide the nation yeah so to, for them to win for them, for to, them to defeat win. him yeah
2: and Mark warden also tried to hook me up with a very cute redhead at one of the pork fests hey all it right
0: was, she was the
2: one who was on the show with you guys and removed her top oh wow that was a long time it's been ago some time uh-huh at the time my Whitney, fear i believe that's right. Yeah. That's right. At the time, my yeah, here fear— I hear a few people got hooked up with her. <laughs> I remember when I met her, I drove around the state with her and Keith and Stuff. Who mm-hmm. That was the first time I met him, and then I left, went back to North Carolina. Then when I moved up here, there was Keith and Stuff. He didn't remember that we had been competing for her affections over that weekend. Ah. But, but at the time, Mark it made an introduction for me, and my fear of beautiful ladies betrayed me at that moment. And I just kind of was like, oh, hey, how you doing? <laughs> Whatever I've, I've, I, have to, I have to
0: go now, Mark. I just wanted to say something to you. By, by now, it's been a great experience being here in New Hampshire, hasn't it, Johnny Ray? Have yes, you enjoyed it, it? it.
2: Yes, yes. Uh,
0: you should go to freestateproject.org if you love liberty. If you actually want to be free in your lifetime, or you know, have some more freedom, it's a good idea to get together with other people who love the ideas of liberty. And how many other states have people like Mark Warden and uh, George Lambert and a bunch of other you know liberty really principled guys uh, and ladies in the state legislature already? How many other places that uh, does that exist? My guess is zero. Yeah, I'm sorry. It doesn't exist yeah. anywhere. Good luck finding one liberty-oriented rep. And yeah. I mean somebody that understands liberty, not some joker that's just talking about it. Let's go to uh, back to Raphael listening in Washington. You said there was a ballot measure, and I didn't catch what year this was, uh, where they were proposing to create a, a casino, but only for the purposes of funding uh, state government or the, the school system. What happened there?
8: That no, it- would it's right now. It's that's the absentee ballot for, oh. the, for the November sixth election.
0: Sorry, I missed that uh, that detail. Okay, so this is on the ballot, and yeah, this is in, was, D- in D.C. Now, how-
8: well, in, in in Maryland, I'm right on the border. Okay. But I'm in Maryland, and uh, you know, it's just it's just frustrating because it's like you know, you learn about the issues, you have a you know, you have a stance on gambling or whatever issue it is, and then the way they phrase these things is like, damned if you do, damned if you don't. You're either yeah. you know, stifling someone's liberty versus feeding the state, and you have to pick one of the two.
1: Now, um, and, uh, me,
8: you know that's just frustrating,
1: Ref. Let me let me make this. Uh, I want to be completely clear here. How many casinos would this law allow?
8: Uh, I think it's like a, like adding another five or ten percent to what there are. Hold on, I have it here. there's already uh, casinos and in... there's fifteen thousand table games moving it to sixteen thousand five hundred. But I, I think the principle the, the the issue with this whole thing is they have them in certain counties in the state that are further away from where I am.
9: Mm-hmm.
6: So this
8: would allow another 1,500 uh, tables or whatever in this county, and they're saying, well, now people are driving to, to, like, Virginia and other states, you know, so the state's losing revenue. Uh, so that's really what it comes down to. But I think the principle is just the same.
0: So how are you going to vote on this if you, well, if you I bother? I,
8: I agree with you. Well, I, I, I did. A, I said no because I just – the way it was phrased is, like, all the money is going to go to public schools, you know, to, public, to state education. Um, but that's why I was just, I said, you know what, I'm going to call off the show sometime, see what the guys think.
0: Yeah, I appreciate um, that, Johnny Ray. What would you do on this one? Because Mark said he would vote for the the casino in, under the ridiculous belief that the police would uh, lighten well,
1: up. Well, now that I understand that there are already fifteen thousand table games in the state, I don't think it really makes any difference if there's fifteen thousand table games or sixteen thousand five hundred table games. I don't think it's, I see what you're saying. You know, so
0: this isn't creating gambling. This either.
1: just makes it easier for the people who want to give their money to the state to give their money to the mm-hmm. state. I mean, to me, that what that well, says now is now that you could
8: drive ten minutes. Now you could drive 10 minutes
0: to gamble instead of uh, an hour and a half.
1: To I'm a not going to tell you, no, you shouldn't be able to go to the local convenience store and play the state lottery game. That
0: would be one of the ones I wouldn't vote on. I don't think I would really even vote on it.
2: I'm not understanding it very well, but my, my first blush, I would say I would not vote for this, and I'd rather— Would you vote against it? Because there's a difference between not voting for something and voting against it. No, I wouldn't because I'm Johnny Ray and I don't vote. but if i did if i if i if i have you ever
0: johnny ray have you ever voted
2: i voted the last time i voted was for ron paul in the primary in 2008 because i was promised a meal by the girl that i was dating at the Uh time so you do vote if the incentives are right (laughs) with if the incentives are right i'll vote sure
0: Hey uh, Raphael, thanks for the call. Appreciate hearing from you tonight. Thanks for the story at eight five five four fifty free. That is the sacl C A I toll free line.
2: Voting is free, and one of the truisms in this life is that you get what you pay for. Mm.
1: Yeah, and this is <laughs> truly one of those things. I, uh, you know, there was oh I don't know some something online where they were uh, trying to you know uh, start a fund, uh, you know, make the government pay this much money for something, and they got as many people to sign up as there were dollars that that was going to be put towards the fund. If you people would have just given a dollar, <laughs> then we would be here right now. You wouldn't have to ask anybody. Wow. If you cared, you'd give a dollar. Yeah, I, you know it's it's worth it's not worth a dollar to me to go to sign up a petition. I mean, it's that much work.
0: Your thoughts are certainly welcome. Gambling or whatever's on your mind, 855-450-FREE.
1: And this is one of the reasons I like bitcoins. Bitcoins is just one more reason. Because uh, gambling? B- b- well, no, micropayments. Oh. Uh, because so you can be- gamble, too, with the bitcoin. You can. yeah, Absolutely. You can go to do sealswithclubs.eu and yep. uh, do some It's uh, a poker gambling. What
0: about Satoshi Dice? Is that another
1: one? Satoshi Dice. Uh, I can't remember how to spell it. Oh, no, there's .com. I think it's satoshidice.com. Mm. I own a piece of the company. I really should know. Yeah, you should. Uh, <laughs> anyway, it allows micropayments. If you were to use PayPal, or something like that, you'd probably pay 30 cents on your dollar yeah. to give them a dollar. And this, you don't only give them 70 cents. With a Bitcoin, you give them a full dollar.
0: We're going to continue with you and your thoughts. 855 uh, 450 free is the SACL CAI toll free line. This is Free Talk Live.
1: On Free Talk Live, we talk about investing in gold and silver as a hedge against inflation, investment, and barter currency. We've teamed up with Midas Resources to offer you some great rates on some hand-picked gold and silver pieces. U.S. Eagles, British Sovereigns, 20 francs, Lakota Nation Silver Rounds, Montana Silver Reserves, and Walking Liberty Halves. Call 877-857-9938 or go to gold.freetalklive.com. The shipping is the same for one as it is for 20, so try to get as many as you can all at once. gold.freetalklive.com.
0: This is Free Talk Live. You can bring us anything you want here at 855-453. The toll-free number, 1-855-450-3733. And you can join us online. Head over to freetalklive.com. We've got listening options, broadband, midband, and narrowband versions of the show in uh, streaming form for you. You can listen however you'd like on your computer, your smartphone, smart device. Go to listen.freetalklive.com. You can get tuned in there. Also, you can get over a list of our over 110 radio stations on AM and FM across the country that air the show at various times throughout the week. Our satellite listening choices, including XM Satellite Radio, as well as our free-to-air KU Band channel, the webcam, and the listen lines. Go to listen.freetalklive.com to learn more. Get tuned in.
1: Yep. The phone lines are brought to you by SACL CAI. They're a company that handles accounts receivable. If you've got a business and you need some help with accounts receivable, SACL CAI. They're your folks, the uh, the good liberty-oriented folks over there. Uh, Jason Osborne, his uh, dad, Mike, uh, those are the principals. They're big supporters of Free Talk Live, and you can support uh, Free Talk Live by doing business with SACL CAI. You can see their banner at freetalklive.com. It's the top one on the right-hand side of the page, SACL CAI.
0: All right, so we're going to continue with you and your thoughts. Let's go to Jimmy, listening in Indy to WXNT. Hey, Jimmy. Yeah. Hey, you're on the air.
5: All right. What I was saying was there was a guy in Shelbyville recently in the last two years, about the last year, and he won at blackjack in Shelbyville. And he was counting cards legally, you know, with his head.
4: Mm -hmm.
5: And they went to court and and he was still denied the million bucks he won playing playing, uh, blackjack in Shelbyville.
0: Now, is this Indiana? Yes. Okay. How many decks was this? Oh, I
5: guess there's like four decks to a shoe.
0: Hmm. And how did he? Is it like a charity tournament or something like that that he was playing? No, at?
5: no, he was just playing a regular card game.
0: Like at a like a Indian casino, like you've got some legal gambling. No, there? no,
5: it was at the Grand Casino.
0: A what casino? Grand. The Grand. Okay, casino. and is that like a state? You know, are the how, what is the legal situation with gambling there in Indiana? We pay the state. Meaning, there this the casino pays the state. Yeah. I see. And is, it's not an Indian casino? No. Interesting. All right. And so they're saying, well, you can't have your million-dollar prize because you were a better, a better player than everyone else because you counted?
5: Right, because you count cards. Wow.
0: That's ridiculous.
5: There court here in town at Indianapolis at, at our uh, federal court of appeals, and they ruled in favor of the, uh, the house. That's wow. crazy. I.e. the casino. And I'm saying to myself, well, what good is it? To try to win, if every time you try to win, they find a way to legally
0: yeah.
5: prevent you we from We don't want any players way. with
0: real skill in our casino, uh, because then we'll actually have to pay out to, to people, I guess is what it's they're ridiculous. doing. Yeah, absolutely is. I appreciate you sharing that story tonight, Jimmy, and thanks for the call. I think When, these you, can't stories take,
1: st- when you can't take Rain Man to the casino and win, the country's not free anymore. Mm. State-managed
2: gambling, state-managed alcohol sales, these things to me all... Put the lie to the idea that the state is there to take care of us and right. watch out Watch out for our ethics. Make sure we're acting with uh, protecting our character, you know, and so forth.
0: Yeah, well, it's okay. Uh, you, it, gambling on your own is bad, but it's okay. It's character building when you do it in a state casino.
1: Yeah, they need uh, state-sponsored brothels and state-sponsored machine gun shooting ranges. I'm sure they'd love to have that. The state of New Hampshire,
2: if my last research is correct, gets half of their revenue from alcohol sales, half of the gross revenue that the state of New Hampshire brings in is from their alcohol sales. I've
1: heard them say that they can't. Even, I've heard it said that they can't even run that in the black. But I, you know, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. That's just heard it said.
0: So let's continue. RT or Arlie, rather. Excuse me, Arlie in New York City. You're on Free Talk Live.
4: Uh yes, hi. I'm calling because um, right now uh, we're dealing with a horrible hurricane right now, Hurricane Sandy, mm-hmm. and there have been about maybe. That throughout this epidemic, maybe 37 deaths throughout the Northeast right now. Wow, um, the news is
0: only reporting right two.
4: Now, excuse me? Uh,
0: the news that I saw earlier today or this this evening was only reporting well, around
4: two. Not the Northeast, not in the New York City area. Okay. But, okay. but anyway, uh, right now we're dealing with um, a, a terrible epidemic. I've seen maybe. Uh, uh, five trees falling from my house. I thought they were going to hit my house for a second. It, it, it's extremely dangerous out here. Yikes! It, it's a finger of God pretty much, and it's a blast of wind from Howard Stern's asshole.
0: <laughs> Thanks for the call. Appreciate hearing <laughs> from you uh, tonight.
1: <laughs> yeah. Did you drop that?
0: I did. I dropped. I dropped it. Yeah. A holes.
1: You know, yeah. One of those borderline words, but it's. Uh, it was kind of amusing, really. Frankly. Said
0: blasts of wind from Howard Stern's. Uh, you know where? Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. It's kind of funny. Um, yeah, it's kind of fun.
0: 855 free. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. And I didn't
1: think the stats sounded sounded right as far as deaths. and, uh, <laughs> yeah. and uh, Looking so, that up as we were speaking there.
0: So we had talked to you earlier about, uh, just kind of started the story about what happened in Tampa with the Nuts Poker League with 140 players held at gunpoint by a SWAT team, black uh, you know, masked in black, literally covering their faces up uh, to prevent people from seeing them and... You know, and actually uh, charging six people with felony gambling charges for operating what was a zero dollar buy-in, a free poker tournament—is it gambling
1: yeah. if there's no money? How could it be gambling if there's no money? That's a I great don't understand question. that
0: part. Well, they're claiming that uh, they were involved with a gambling house, and according to an attorney involved with the matter, he said that players were recording video and taking photos of the raid, and they were ordered by officers to delete the material. According to the Tampa Bay Times, the undercover investigation, dubbed Operation Cracked Aces, had been going on for months prior to the bust. (laughs) The crime here, according to cardplayer.com, is a waste of valuable public resources.
1: Now that's and what it should be called. Operation Waste <laughs> of Valuable Public Resources.
0: And the misguided efforts to enforce an archaic law that it was never intended to be used to criminalize events such as well, the one here. Well, that's too
1: long for an operation. I'm sorry, Ian.
0: Where six individuals were unjustly arrested and terrified and now face prosecution, said the league. Yeah, if that's state way statutes too long. can be exploited and stretched to criminalize these types of events, legislation needs to be adopted to clear up this unnecessary abuse. So they're only asking for legislation to make sure that their gambling uh, games can be legal, but the, screw the rest of you play, playing penny poker or right. playing for real stakes. This
1: is what, this is what doesn't make any sense to me at all. Is when I grew up, uh, you know, my my uncle Ed would come over from West Palm Beach and play, uh, and with and bring his wife, um, and and they'd play with my grandmother, and they'd drink Manhattans, and they'd play pennies and nickels for Michigan Rummy. And they'd let me have some, some pennies. My grandmother would let me have some pennies, and I'd Little play too. Little did
0: you know, you were committing a felony.
1: Right. And, I mean, it's just so nuts. I mean, really? My grandmother was a felon?
0: Well, how many of these cops haven't themselves sat around and uh, played some card games it's, for some money?
1: It only, it only counts if you get caught, you know?
0: Yep. The games typically awarded prizes to players, and the league operated by taking a cut of what revenue the bar received from food and drink sales during the games. However, players were not required to purchase anything, said the league. According to its website, points are accrued based on one's tournament finish and bar tab. (laughs) So you get more points the more you drink while you're there. (laughs) The top point earners at the end of the month play for bigger prizes, such as vacations, computers, and cameras. Buy-ins have been. They actually even have a semi-annual championship, or they did. Whether they'll continue or not's another. You question. You know,
1: there's a karaoke contest a lot of times at these events too, where they'll give away prizes. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it'll be a bar tab. Sometimes it'll be a lot more. You know, cash prizes. How come you can have a karaoke uh, contest? Skill.
2: Because that's not a game of chance. That yeah. is, that's that's the the talented karaoke
0: singers. Well, that there we can still be. Uh,
1: I mean, you know, at any point your voice can crack. I mean, luck still plays a role. <laughs>
0: On its website Nuts Poker lists 10 different venues where it runs games, league sponsored tournaments have occurred 7 days per week after nearly a week-long break Nuts resumed action Friday afternoons or excuse me Friday at locations other than Louis where the October 20th raid took place. So they're continuing to operate their business uh even after having been uh, you know facing a total police crackdown on their
1: activity. Good for them a-
0: for keeping on, keeping on.
1: Apparently operation cracked aces didn't get cracked much of anything
0: Operation cracked aces well somebody's looking at felony charges six people charged with felonies in this uh, in this particular case apparently they're and, not stopping though well that doesn't that doesn't well then the league's not stopping maybe they've got some attorney so who's giving them advice mm-hmm. i don't know if the individuals involved are continuing
2: Ian before you said something about why why, why do the people allow themselves to be dominated like this and I think the first step for uh for for me was seeing that i was being robbed from Mm -hmm. and then i have to decide what kind of action i'm going to take about that and that's a hard path it's much easier to 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 pretend that you're not being sodomized it's
0: it's easier to pretend
2: you're you're really free
0: take the uh you know but most people take the, the road travel as often as possible more coming up this is free talk live is free talk live dial in toll free bring up anything that you want 855 free the SACL cai toll free line one 450 3733 join us online at freetalklive.com enjoy the features we give them to you including our webcam watch listen interact the chat room is built into the same page and it's all completely free just go to cam.freetalklive.com to do those things that's cam.freetalklive.com in studio here it's Ian Johnny Ray and Mark Johnny Ray you said you are not a, a poker player but are you do do you do any kind of gambling
2: Uh 2 weeks ago I played some money dominion and Ooh, I love Yeah I love to put some stakes on something that I like to do anyway yeah. it makes it makes it more interesting well, Plus you're good so at dominion so it helps I'm good at dominion compared to a, a lot of the people around here who haven't played it at all right.
0: but when i get online typically when you get online and play something you
2: are you are dwarfed
0: now were you able to do the money dominion online or was that an in person money dominion
2: this was an in person money dominion gotcha
0: and and did you win
2: and i lost oh i i lost to justin x nice
0: one of my good buddies around here. That game is fun. The Dominion game, Mark, have you ever played that one? No, it's a fun game. It's it's uh, I'm a risk it's a man card based uh, strategy game, but it's not a collectible card game in the same way like a like a Magic the Gathering right, is, right. where uh, you know anybody with money and the time can build a killer Magic deck and just you know. Swamp uh, somebody with really expensive and difficult to beat cards. Sure. Um, so, Magic can the game, be a very the game of Magic
1: game. or Pokemon or whatever yeah. these other games are is really about collecting the cards. It's not about playing the game. Yeah, well,
2: Dominion is is what they call a deck building game, and the conceit that I like to describe it as is in every game you have the game shop right there in the middle of the table. And you build your deck as you play,
0: right? Everybody has the same chance to uh, to play from the very beginning. I mean, obviously having experience helps, but you're not going to have a deck that you come to the. You don't have anything that you come to the game with. You come, you sit down, the game exists, and you play with its cards. And you basically.
2: build, yeah, exactly. And you
0: build your deck during the game. And the game's different every single time as well.
1: You could do that with the the Magic the Gathering or whatever. They have
0: what they call sealed decks. Yeah, Uh, if you just
1: brought some, you know, everybody brings their deck, shuffles them up, and then, you know, passes them out. Or you bring two decks of, you know, whatever.
0: There are ways to do it with Magic, but it's more expensive because with Magic you always are constantly having to acquire new cards in order to keep up with Joneses, so to speak. That's
2: right. With Dominion you have a randomly determined set of Uh, 10 different kinds of cards in every game and the game of dominion right now they're still making expansions has got about 500 different kinds of cards wow and i read that when you make a game of dominion to play that game statistically has never been played before and will never be played again which amazed me that's so
0: cool man like that's if you have all the expansions or is that just with the regular dominion
2: if you were playing the regular, if you were playing all your games out of the base set of Dominion, then likely you would repeat games
0: yeah still though it's uh it's fresh every time you play it just because there's so many different choices i'm a I'm a fan i mean I don't play it near as often as you do Johnny Ray, but uh, it's a it's a fun one. Recommend it. 855-450-FREE, the SACL CAI toll-free line. And it's not one that takes a lot of uh, time to really kind of get up to speed with. It's not a huge learning curve uh, with Dominion, so it is you know, it is something that you can sit down in an evening and uh, have the hang of it, certainly, by, by the end of the evening.
2: I, I think say. it's pretty easy to learn. It's easy, it's as easy as ABC and then, <laughs> and then... And then I'm, I I could talk about Dominion all night, and it's probably best that I no, don't. Not. Yeah,
0: 450 <laughs> free the Seals CAI toll free line. I said there was another uh, poker related story, and this one is coming from looks like the Seacoast of New Hampshire. I thought this was uh, Maine. I apologize. Uh, so Epping is where this is coming from in New Hampshire. seacoastonline.com. dot com. Concerns about a January gambling raid at Top Shelf Cigar have crept into the state's investigation into the State Liquor Commission. I remember this raid, yeah. Earlier this month, the cigar shop at 96 Calif Highway was indicted on a charge of gambling for allegedly conducting, financing, and supervising or directing gambling activity on the business premises. The indictment indicated that gambling activity took place for a period in excess of 10 days. The investigation into the alleged gambling was led by the Liquor Commission's Division of Enforcement, which raided the location on January 25th while alleged gambling activity was taking place. However, a former military investigator who participated in card games at the store said there was no gambling taking place and blasted how law enforcement officials handled the raid. Donald, Ma- uh, Donald Manchester of Brentwood said... There was never any high- or low-level stake cash games going on at the store the four years that I'd been playing. We play Texas Hold'em for cigars. Even if you lose, you get a cigar. Texas Hold'em is a variation on poker. Manchester said that not only are the gambling charges against the store without merit, but he believes the Division of Enforcement seriously mishandled the raid of the store. Manchester was recently invited to testify in front of the Special House Committee to evaluate the State Liquor Commission. And he expressed his concerns. He stated there were about 20 people playing when eight investigators stormed in and asked them all to put their hands over their heads. When they tell you that, they're not asking you. Just let you know. Uh, Typically, the media will write; they'll use terms like "asked" when they mean "told." I don't know why they do it, but it makes it it sound nicer. Yeah. Manchester claimed that in female enforcement officers were asked to search all the male patrons. He says, I was an investigator for the government for 30 years. I know the protocols of what to do and how to do it. And unless it's an imminent death, you don't let a member of the opposite sex search somebody else. To me, that's unethical, immoral, and potentially illegal unless there's somebody's life in danger. Manchester went on it's to weird testify. weird, too. The-
1: I mean, female, uh, female officers searching males is... It's just a kind of a It's a strange thing to do. It wouldn't bother me. I don't wouldn't care one way either. or the other. But it, it, it puts those officers in a uh, strange situation.
0: Manchester went on to testify the card game had a $15 buy-in for cigars... Once the game started, only cigars and gift cards for cigars were exchanged, and there was no actual cash exchanged amongst the players. He said even though it was obvious there was no high-level cash game taking place, lead liquor enforcement investigator Chris Davis still kept them there for two hours of questioning, which Manchester described to the committee as two hours of horror. It was humiliating and frightening to some, he said. Some of the gentlemen there were older, and they hadn't been familiar with the mission of all this activity." Manchester told the Seacoast Sunday that he spent the next nine months trying to obtain the search warrant that led to the raid, but the information wasn't given out until the Rockingham County Attorney's Office completed its investigation and issued its indictment. According to the court documents, investigators seized from the store nine gift cards, $225 in game money, game chips from two tables and a windowsill, chip cases, playing cards and miscellaneous
1: spirits. Wait a second. They took somebody's windowsill? That's what it says here.
0: (laughs) Why would they take your windowsill? Is that a gambling term? Is there some
1: kind of... Like a gambling. I have no idea. Maybe it's a cigar term. I don't have any idea.
0: Davis filed uh, supporting the affidavit. Uh, He said that the investigator, a former Epping police sergeant familiar with the store, was walking by the business when he first noted numerous men sitting around two poker tables with poker chips and cash. He also observed one man walk up to the counter and exchange cash in hand for the other denomination of money from the male employee behind the counter. Nye later forwarded what he saw to Davis, who then started conducting surveillance on the store, and observed individuals playing cards but didn't see any cash. According to the affidavit, investigators received a tip from an employee in the same strip mall as Top Shelf Cigar, informing them that Top Shelf was hosting poker events on Wednesday and Thursday nights until 1 or 2 a.m. and consuming alcohol. Nye later went to the store in plain clothes and inquired about the games and was told there was a $15 buy-in. Said he started to observe men playing cards at the store the night of January 18th. Investigators say that uh, the top shelf is licensed by the Liquor Commission to sell retail table wine and tobacco, but it doesn't allow for the consumption of alcoholic beverages beverages on the premises, and it doesn't allow any gambling on the property. Boy, live free or die, everybody. Uh, What a joke. The idea that uh, you're in any way a free human being. You can't play a game of cards. You can't enjoy a bit of alcohol during the game of cards because the place in which you are has not begged for permission and, and you know, entreated and paid whatever uh, arbitrary amount of money the State Liquor Commission has set on whatever permit would be required, if it's even available, if they'll even issue it to you,
1: to it, allow you to have someone consume some alcohol. They always talk about um, how— uh, they're, they're, you know, the, the politicians are for the little guy and the small business and that sort of thing. This is one of the ways that small businesses compete against big businesses. They have more services. Mm-hmm. You know, it's hard to compete against Sam's Club on the price of your tobacco. But if you offer higher-level higher, pro- higher level tobacco and you give people more services, i.e., you know, let them drink some brandy out of a snifter and, you know, smoke some cigars with some guys and play a few cards for some chips and, uh, you know, to let them win some cigars or whatever— that's a great service, and people would want to do that. That sounds like a lot of fun to me, because this is my kind of buy-in. 15 bucks, I can live with that. $15 is a nice evening of smoking cigars yeah. and drinking a little um, alcohol with some friends. Word.
0: 855-450-FREE, the SACL-CAI toll-free line. But that's illegal. You can't do that. You don't have permission from your masters uh, to engage in such activities, Mark. That would be, of course, completely consensual between adults. 1-855-450-3733. When will it stop? When will it change? What are you going to do about it? Hour 3 next. You can take control. Free Talk Live. A
6: science fiction comic adventure from Big Head Press. Quantum vibe. It's year 2523. There are colonies on Venus, Mars, and Mercury. People travel in bubbles, fly at hyperspeed, with brain implants and artificial gravity. A scientific genius and his clever assistant set out on an adventure through the solar system on a secret
1: mission to find the key to access new frontiers and save liberty. Quantum vibe. There's a robot
4: genetically engineered features and corporate villains crave the opportunity to steal a profit from others ingenuity
6: a scientific genius and his clever assistant set out on it
0: Free Talk Live, and we're launching into the third hour of the program, inviting you to take control of these airwaves. Toll free at 855-450-FREE. It's the SACL-CAI toll free line. Join us online. Head over to freetalklive.com and enjoy the features that we share with you there. You can enjoy it all for free. freetalklive.com. And with you tonight, it's Ian. Johnny Ray. And Mark. Let's go to the phones and the fun. And then Johnny Ray's going to tell us about war begetting the state. First, though, Bill's listening in Pueblo to I-25 Talk Radio, KAVA. Hey, Bill. Yes, hi, how are you? Hey, great. What's on your mind tonight?
9: Okay, I'm calling in because uh, I understand that Romney is a Mormon, and that he was a Mormon bishop for five years at a time on two different occasions, and that they're in that capacity. He supervised uh, leaders of the Boy Scouts of America because the Mormon Church is part of their mission or, or project in the Church. Hmm. Uh, supports the boy scouts of america i also have heard that during that uh in that capacity there were times when it was brought to his attention that there were people who had committed acts of i'll call it i don't know how else to say it pedophilia or, or wrong acts
1: mm-hmm. yep but child there, molestation there's, there's actually there's a, like a scandal going, going on right now where the boy scouts are covering up uh have covered up in the past a great deal of this can he not hear me
0: i don't know if he can hear you
1: bill can you hear us I can now. Okay, go ahead, Mark. There's a there's a situation in the past where they've uncovered a whole bunch of documents where the Boy Scouts have been covering up uh, a bunch of pedophilic acts.
9: Yeah, it, it just concerns me that we've got a guy running for president that may have been involved in that. And I haven't heard it. I heard it kind of brought out on one station, but nothing else. And I'm just hmm. wondering...
0: Yeah, it's it's an interesting uh point. I mean, there for a long time have been a lot of allegations uh surrounding politicians, people in the halls of power in Washington D.C. and uh a lot of pro, you know, alleged proclivities towards underage uh you know, pe- pedophilia, child molestation. Uh the suggestions have been that there have been uh, sex parties involving little boys in the halls of power. I've heard, heard power. The suggestions.
1: There's all kinds of crazy suggestions.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know I don't what the it.
1: the level of truth well, is to yeah, it, but, but. So. I,
9: I just, I'm. this would be like an organized, it would be similar to the accusations of the priest not disclosing this is the same as must be true of the Mormon church then with regard
0: to. Someone well these they, they, they certainly would carpet. rather push that stuff under the the carpet than to put it out on Front Street and, and own up to
1: it yeah nobody wants to get involved in saying the Boy Scouts uh, you know have uh, pedophiles as den masters and I can understand why Romney wouldn't want to do that it's I'm not going to vote for him one way or the other as far as I'm concerned Barack Obama's been dropping bombs on kids in the Middle East I, you know neither one of them like children yeah, what's right.
0: the difference murdering or uh, raping that's both pretty pretty bad and of course Romney would like to murder he would like to uh, be in charge of the military so he can drop some bombs on people too bill anything else you want to share tonight
9: no that's all thanks Thank for the you call i appreciate hearing
0: from you 855-450-FREE speaking of war it is the health of the state as randolph Bourne, i believe was uh, famous for saying in the past and johnny ray you've got some similar message tonight
2: i have a story from from archaeology.org a publication of the archaeological institute of america had the dateline
1: those guys can throw a party let me tell you
2: <laughs> No, this isn't a dateline. The title of the story, War Begets State, Lake Titicaca, Peru, near the northern end of Lake
0: Titicaca. Is that where Lake Titicaca is? It's in In Peru. Peru.
1: (laughs) You've just heard the term Titicaca. It is one that sticks out in your mind. Yes, it is. Anyway. (laughs)
0: On the, uh, the
2: Pacific coast of South America, near the northern end of Lake Titicaca in Peru, a team led by Charles Stanish of the University of California, Los Angeles, found evidence that warfare may have been critical in the formation of early states.
1: I'll bet it was.
2: The main line of evidence is a 38-yard-long layer of ash and debris in a high-status residential area of a settlement called Taraco, one of the two largest political centers in the region. The site wide burn dated to the first century a d was so intense it melted adobe walls and carbonized thatched roofs. Uh, some perspective the first century in Peru was pre incan it uh, predated the Incan civilization by uh, several by about four hundred years I think three or four hundred years. Uh, Peru was the site in thousands of years earlier of one of the first civilizations to ever come into being it was the norte chico civilization Um, moving on with the story though Taraco's fortunes changed drastically after the fire the production of high quality pottery and obsidian artifacts plummeted and residents shifted from building with fine stone to working in the fields at the same time the nearby settlement of Pucara took off expanding its territory by at least 60 miles and showing characteristics of state-level societies such as urbanized settlements, a warrior class, and full-time craft specialists. It's always the warrior class, the people
1: who have nothing better to do than kill.
2: There's two ways to make money in the world. One of them is to
1: trade, and the other one is to take. Yep. And if you can—and really what it, what happens is, 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 you know, if you—the first you say to yourself, well, I'm going to, to be a taker, and then people— you know, stop you from taking or they you see how they've stopped others from taking. So you say, you know what I need? I need some more takers. And then we could overwhelm those people. And then those people, they defend themselves in whatever way. And, uh, you know, they get more people together in order to defend. Them. Maybe they put up some walls and things like that. And you say to yourself, you know what we need? We need even more people to be takers. You got yourself an army. You, you fly a flag over that army. You got yourself a nation.
0: You could just keep taking and uh, keep funding the army.
1: This is all that Genghis Khan did. Mm -hmm. He just went from settlement to settlement, negotiating surrender or raising the place burning it to the ground raping I mean people today have no idea what the sacking of a city would have been like you've been listening to Dan Carlin I love Dan Carlin but uh, I mean it's it's crazy stuff the sacking thing you know they go in they you know people are dying people are getting raped I mean you're lucky if you make it mm. out alive and uh, that's all and Dan
2: Carlin speaking of Dan Carlin one of the reasons I brought this hardcore history.com
1: that's right that's right Is dan that
2: Carlin right? dan Dancarlin.com.
1: DanCarlin.com hardcore history Dan Carlin
2: subscribes to the same concept that civilization has advanced by warfare, yeah. which has got evidence. I it 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 hurts my it hurts my soul to think that that's how we how civilization has advanced, and I don't think that's necessarily the case. I think we need to consider the counterfactual. Sure, civilization did something after there was this warlord harnessing the resources of the people. But what would have happened if that, if that re-
0: hadn't happened? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the scene. Is that the scene in the unseen? Like, we know what happened. Obviously, we can do all kind of research on history and figure out how it happened and why it happened. But what we don't know is what it would have happened otherwise. Well, right.
1: I, right. And I don't know, you know, I don't know that uh, feudalism to, you know, agrarianism to feudalism to, uh, you know, p- democracy to whatever the state is now is not the natural progression of things. I don't know if that's not the case. But I do know today and now I can look at this and the answer to many of the problems that are facing us uh, is more human freedom, the yes. ability you know for people to you know uh, stable property rights and things like that, and you don't have that today. The government owns all your stuff.
0: well, it sounds to me like I mean you sounds like you're kind of recapping what Dan Carlin has been saying. It sounds to me like he is uh, stuck in the broken window fallacy, the idea that oh well, because we have war, we have progress, uh, you know let's break some stuff and then uh, people will come out and fix all of that well, and just because make it's true better.
1: doesn't mean that you support it.
0: Okay, I don't know if it's true that we have progress because of war. I think that's the broken window fallacy.
1: No, we. I think that the reason that I mean, we're talking about advancements here and civilizations and things like that. The fact is that you know I just explained the progression from a, a, a thief to an army, right? Uh huh. And that's a reality. And you've got to look at how many things in this world have been, have been progressed because of the military, martial aspect of life up to this point. Because, you know, the, the legitimacy of the state has only come into being in the 20th century. There was really no legitimacy to a state before that. It was just somebody in power who had seized it through a sword. Okay.
0: So, so, I, I'm sorry. When I heard civilization, I think things other than war. I don't think uh, that war gets places more civilized. And that's what the argument was, right? That war somehow leads to more civilization. When I think of civilization, I think of people interacting on a peaceful, consensual yes, basis and too. new things and new services and products. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line. Yeah, but how often has that happened? Free Talk Live, toll-free number, 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can enjoy the features on our website. The mobile site is there. For those of you with a smartphone or smart device of some sort, go to m as in mobile, m.freetalklive.com for quick access to our live streams and the podcast, as well as some software that you might be able to use to get access to those streams. Go to m.freetalklive.com.
1: Bitlo- bitcoins are an online, peer-to-peer, open-source currency. They allow you to send and receive money on the Internet without having to pay any fees at all. Uh, they're, they're money for the Internet. They're a new step forward in the area of currency, an area that hasn't had a lot of innovations recently. I think that they're probably the biggest invention of this decade. You can go find out more about bitcoins at weusecoins.org. And you can get your f- own free uh online bitcoin wallet at blockchain.info their fancy encryption techniques there allow uh it so that you know blockchain never even has access to your money they don't even know how much money you're sending or receiving or what's in your account they've got apps for the android or jailbroken iPhones and you can send money to people's email accounts your facebook friends or anyone's cell phone number in just about any country around the world it's all free blockchain.info
0: we're talking about uh, the creation of the state, Johnny Ray. You say it goes back to some ancient civilizations. Uh, was it Peru where we're talking about?
2: This story is about the is about the the, the early formation of the Incan civilization near Peru, specifically a subset. This is. From before the Incan civilization, Mm -hmm. so I shouldn't even even mention them. It's from about the first century A.D. There were two settlements along the banks of of Lake Titicaca. Archaeological evidence has been found that shows one of the political centers, one of these settlements, was burned. Mm -hmm. And their fortunes changed after this burning of their settlement. Yeah, that's not going to go well for (laughs) you. Was
0: it burned on purpose? Do we know?
2: Well— the Professor Stanish, who was conducting this dig, he's got a little more to say about okay. that. At the same time, the nearby settlement of Pukara took off, expanding its territory by at least 60 miles and showing characteristics of state-level societies such as urbanized settlements, a warrior class, and full-time craft specialists. Put all that evidence together and Stanish... Theorizes that Pukara attacked and destroyed its rival, Tarako. After two millennia of coexistence, war had come to the Titicaca Basin. Mm. But instead of snuffing the early spark of civilization, it served as tinder. Cooperation between cultures can certainly be a path to success, but sometimes organized conflict can be a more efficient, logical way to acquire resources. Quote, the models of state formation that do not see warfare as a central key element do not have it right, says Steve LeBlanc of Harvard University. And that's that. That's the story.
0: Give me that last quote one more time.
2: The models of state formation that do not see warfare as a central key element do not have it
0: right. I would, I would say that that's probably true. I mean, war is the health of the state. It is part and parcel of what they do. I mean, ultimately, the war on drugs is actually a war against the people. We're the we're the people they're fighting against.
1: Well, you know, to to, to some extent, the history of humans up until relatively recently has been a history of geno- genocide mm. okay so you're, you're competing for scarce resources with uh, people that are nearby uh, you know this is why the Japanese hate the Koreans and not the Albanians all right because they're right nearby and they're competing for resources mm. and uh, you know this is this is true all around the world where people live close I didn't close know the proxy. Japanese
0: hated the Koreans
1: there, there is a uh, you know there's a long-standing bias I don't mean that every Japanese person hates every Korean person and vice versa I see. Or anything like that. And so, I mean, you know, we're all moving forward in an era where we put aside our uh, bigotries. But, you know, those were that that is a classic bigotry. I see. Anyway, you know, and it may very well be that until humans got enough opportunity to communicate and we reached a certain level of enlightenment, I don't know what term to use, that the state was a necessary vehicle in order to preserve life for you because there's a lot of civilizations that we don't even know about that have been wiped out completely wiped out if you read the bible and i'm just going to take it as from its historicity at this point you know they went in joshua went in and killed every man woman child sheep in some of these places they're not leaving. They're not integrating. They were just wiping them out and taking their land. And so at that point, yeah, that's an argument for the state. And I'm not going to say that the state shouldn't What's have existed. What's the argument for the state? You need to be able to protect yourself against other people who But the who state doesn't protect you.
0: It threatens you. The it state- constantly extracts money from you. It hurts you. It steals your resources. It hurts peaceful people. It locks them into cages and it's done it forever. The state is not your protector, and you should know better than that. Neither
1: is the other guy's state, more so than the other guy's state. The other guy's state is, is definitely your enemy. If you don't understand this, then I don't think there's any way that I'm ever going to explain it to you.
0: No, I get what you're saying, but don't be under the illusion that uh, you're being protected by the state. They are not there to protect you. It's They'll providing... tell you that all the time, but it's a lie. How about it provides you a level of protection? I don't think so. Because as, you, as if we've if you talked about through... before, if people in this country were able to defend themselves, they'd be fine on their own. You don't need to have some centralized military to provide uh, defensive services to people. In fact, a centralization is a, uh, is a problem. Centralization has all kinds of inefficiencies inherent to it, and uh, a decentralized protection force would actually be much more better, uh, m- much more effective and efficient at providing protection services to folks than some sort of centralized military would. I we talked so, about all these things.
2: I think that right now this – is, this is an idea I'm struggling with right now specifically about this story and how it w- was civilization was advanced, but I think that our the kind of freedom we talk about is an evolution – I think what we are espousing and what we're trying to create here in New Hampshire is a new thing under the sun. Totally. And, Mark, you said earlier, natural progression. I think as man evolved from the beast into the civilized man, possibly that is the the natural progression. And the
0: state was always going to be a part of that. Okay, well, clearly it's what happened out of nature. I mean, right. it's what happened, right? By the so. way,
1: the um, the market based protection services they didn't exist anywhere. I mean, they didn't make it anywhere. Whatever this market-based security system is, it, maybe it relies on communication, maybe it relies on a certain level of enlightenment, maybe it relies I on... I think
0: enlightenment's a big factor. Because really, well, I I, think so too, to call Ian. the state civilized is uh, it's ridiculous. I mean, civilization... It's not civilization, in my opinion, just because the people so there who there has cl- been
1: no civilization? Just because,
0: No, I'm saying to call the state, the idea of I'm the state you civilized. Wait, wait, wait,
1: wait. State has existed in some form or another for 9,000 years. I'm asking you, are you telling me that the last thousand years of man has existed with no civilization?
0: No, because I'm talking about existed? the idea of the state. It's not the civilized state has existed just because for you're a
1: thousand years. Most men have lived under a form of the state. Has, have they not lived in civilization because they have lived under the state?
0: I don't think we're communicating. To talk about how the state is civilized is ridiculous because all it does is put a veneer over the, the, you know, the beating somebody over the head that would have come before the state. 855- yeah, I think the state
2: is a parasite on civilization.
0: one You take control here. More coming up. Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want here, 855-453. The SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. And enjoy all the features that we have there for you. Once again, freetalklive.com with you tonight. It's Ian. Johnny Ray. And Mark. Hey, and don't forget, you can also get interactive on our website at bbs.freetalklive.com. It takes you right into our forum where you'll find other Free Talk Live listeners,
1: bbs.freetalklive.com. I was just talking about bitcoins. The best place to get your bitcoins is bitinstant.com. Bitinstant.com is probably the biggest purveyor of bitcoins out there they get them they sell them to you they're sort of a a middleman they make it fast easy and safe to get your bitcoins you can go to bitinstant.com they've got more than a million locations uh you know they work with you know provide more than a million locations you could deposit cash and have your bitcoins likely before you get home in more than 30 countries it's bitinstant.com
0: all right, so eight five five four fifty three free again is the number here. We're going to continue with you and your calls. But we've been talking about the idea of uh, what is suggested in – where was this piece from, by the way, again? Archaeology.org. Archaeology. Archaeology. org, where they're suggesting that, uh, that war led to the creation of the state, and it kind of led to a larger question of, uh, you know, is the state somehow promoting civilization or somehow – uh, you know, helping to fo- uh, to foment civilization. And of course, I disagree completely with, completely with that concept. Uh, civilization exists in spite of the state.
1: I've heard theories, by the way, that the state came before war, too. I mean, you know, war on any kind of mass scale, that the state subjugated people um, before people subjugated their own people before yeah. venturing a field. Thieves that didn't, you know, uh, you know, uh, road thieves, what do they call those uh, highway road agents, highwaymen, highwaymen, mm-hmm. highwaymen that uh, didn't want to be on the highway anymore. So they just, you know, built a little fortress and, uh, you know, subjugated some people. And as long as they're not too much of a burden and they claim to provide some level of protection, then people are going to say, OK, you know, you're providing protection. OK.
2: The, yeah. the Minoan civilization from, according to Wikipedia, 3650 B.C. to 1170 B.C. was a civilization that never practiced war, but I imagine they were collecting taxes or the priests were collecting taxes in some form or fashion.
0: Well, right. I mean, if the uh, state was required for civilization to exist, then one could make the same
1: argument for organized religion uh, as well. That, oh, oh it's, it's basically been collapsed most of human history that organized religion—I mean, essentially, at this point— the only difference is is that the state has become the religion mm. when they have kids in public in the state schools standing up there and saying the pledge of allegiance and and with you know saying basically a, a rote prayer in front of a a graven image a, a hanging piece of piece of fabric um i don't think we're talking about anything different than a religion now this
2: sure. story the story about pukara and Tarako, the the state that took off and was found and was was created by this instance of war, was it necessarily good things that came from it? What it says in the story is uh, characteristics of state level societies such as. Urbanized settlements, that's not necessarily good. A warrior class, that's not at all good. And full-time craft specialists, which I would say is a good thing.
0: Right, but again, we're right back to that uh, seen and unseen. To suggest that people wouldn't have specialized eventually as the market became more diverse and that there was more obvious. division of labor is you know, ridiculous. But and- it's,
1: also, it's equally ridiculous to suggest that people aren't going to kill each other. I mean, to suggest right. that that's not going to happen. I I'm, mean, not so- saying
0: that's not, I'm not saying that people aren't going to kill each other. People have been very barbaric in the past, and the state is an offshoot of barbarism. The state is barbarism but, with a veneer of civilization on it. It's not actually civilized because it's still people doing business at the point of a gun the or the point people, of a club.
1: The reason people accept the state is, is to stave off barbarism.
0: That's that's a reason they accept it, but it's false because it's just an illusion of that. You are still being uh, beaten. You are still being no. You're threatened. being threatened to you be beaten. You are still if you being don't hurt. Do,
1: you, no, no. It provides stability. You give us the money, we won't hurt you. Whereas that's not always that's the, the option same as a road agent. The brigand. No, it's not. There no. Are plenty, it's worse than that because brigands. the road
0: agent usually will leave you alone after that. They'll move on and find some other victim. The Assuming state keeps coming
1: back. Assuming you breathe. Okay, it's a lot. You, you know, are
0: making the most statist arguments tonight. I'm not making the most. You are claiming arguments. that I'm the ex- state is is, uh, is creating oh, civilization. See. No, and I'm it's, not. It's I'm not claiming
1: that. I'm claiming that people hurt each other and that you need agencies to protect yourself. Mm-hmm. That, that the state doesn't do that. Okay, it doesn't protect you. You should
0: know better than that, Mark, by now that the state puts people in danger. Don't the tell me what I should and should not know. Yeah, I would think that you the should know is, that by the now. The
1: state has up to this point. Provided people with a certain level of stability That's what and you protection. Think. It's an illusion, Mark.
0: They're not protecting you when they're hurting you and threatening you and extracting money from you. That's not protection. It's not protection when you come into somebody's business and say, boy, it sure would look different if there was a coat of fire in here. How about you give me some money and we'll make sure it doesn't burn
1: down. That's not protection. They're providing protection under the guise of a monopoly, okay? Mm -hmm. I mean, that's all. People would not accept a particularly tyrannical state. They don't they They wouldn't wouldn't accept it.
0: No. They're accepting it today.
1: You know, the the fact is people have welcomed in conquerors in the past. Yeah. Because they felt them to be less tyrannical than their own leaders. Okay.
0: If you want to admit that it's not actually protection, that's fine. If you want to agree that people see it as protection, but they're mistaken. It's
1: protection from the other guy. That's who you need protection from, Ian. That's the sales
0: pitch with the state, Mark. The
1: state can't protect you against itself. It is an organization that uses violence in a monopolistic fashion. And it's a
0: brilliant sales pitch. Apparently they've flummoxed you into believing it.
1: Okay. Ian. What you're proposing doesn't exist in the world, so therefore uh-huh. it's not possible, right? Anything's it possible work. if we put our minds it to it, It doesn't work because it would have.
0: What are you talking about? There forever have been people willing to rule over other human beings that's by the threat of force and why, violence.
1: That's why so that's the reason why it you. hasn't
0: worked yet. So we're moving on, as Johnny Ray was talking about, into something that hasn't been tried before. We're we're, you know, breaking I'm into for new territory. That am for well, stop, having... stop proliferating the myth that the state is protecting you. This... It's putting you in jeopardy every single day. There's it's a constant the threat the over, state over your freedom. Was created.
2: Ian, I would like you to uh, point to the place on the doll where Mark touched you. The doll. <laughs> yeah.
1: He's such a little crybaby. Like you just can't you cannot I'm one, a crybaby. One little doll. You're not one over the one running to mommy state to take care of you. That's right. Go ahead and interrupt me. It's no problem. One slight deviation from what he has to say. And, I mean, the man is all about orthodoxy. You are a, a statist through and through. He would have through. been a priest in another your, life.
0: Your statist colors
1: are showing I have no red, white, colors. and blue tonight, I have no Mark. statist colors. I don't know what you're talking about. You are claiming the state provides protection. It's false. Your blind ignorance. Eight your five willful five blind ignorance is showing four through.
0: 450 free That's one eight five five four five zero three seven three three. Matt's on the line in Wisconsin. You're on Free Talk Live. Hey, Matt.
1: Well, I'm going to
0: point to
10: the um, spot on the doll where I think that we haven't been touched yet. All right. Yeah, Johnny, good. good Okay. I agree with everything that you guys are saying. I I know you guys are fighting with each other, but um, okay. I live in a community where we can completely take care of ourselves, right? We've got, you know, we've definitely, you know, got the... Firearms, we've got the water, we've got the resources, everything you know Wyoming's a good place but but but, but what happens if um North Korea decides to shoot a nuclear attack at us? This is one thing I really haven't heard you guys like discuss because um and, and I go back are you and talking forth-
0: about in a so- world without the federal government around
10: well. Okay. Okay. Let's say let's say that there is no federal government. Okay, and um, I am living in a in a state of Wyoming that has seceded. You know, okay. we have our mineral resources and all that.
0: Has Wyoming and, sent out uh, boats to threaten uh, North Korea?
10: No, I'm I'm saying there's there's long term, long range nuclear missiles that that could actually mm-hmm. reach the United
0: States. But why States, would they do that like to that? you?
10: So. I mean no really
0: I mean what are your thoughts on that Ian I never Why really would uh, why would Kim Il Sung uh, be interested in doing that to you if you haven't uh, threatened his people or attacked their There are their two country. types of
1: wars one is a war of conquest another is a war of retribution because there are wars of conquest you need to have some kind of protection against that
0: 855453 five, that's the SACL-CAI toll free line but again the state's an illusion of protection it's the state that puts you in jeopardy from nuclear attack by all their warmongering around the world more coming up. This is Free Talk Live. Teaching without preaching the ideals of liberty. To young and old alike, Libertania, the Liberation of Conformia is a picture book which tells the story of Thomas the Candymaker and his trip from the free land of Libertania to the statist land of Conformia, where he deals with border crossings, fiat money, business regulations, and corrupt officials. With his civil disobedience and run for office, Conformia will never be the same. Go to Libertania.com to purchase your copy today in print or Kindle format. For a discount code, check out the Libertania Facebook page. Moments remain, enough time perhaps for you and your thoughts if you dial in now at 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line. You can join us online over at freetalklive.com. And you can enjoy the features there. And if you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, become an amplifier for as little as five bucks per month. We'll take that, five dollars in, we'll invest it into the show. Get on more radio stations around the country and bring more internet listeners on board. Exposing new people to the ideas of freedom. Hey, if that's valuable to you, Uh, then you can do it for 5 bucks a month. Or maybe you're a total statist and you support what Mark says on the show. You can also support us for that reason as well. Ridiculous. Uh, You can go to amp.freetalklive.com. I think uh, it's pretty clear who's being ridiculous tonight, Mark. Finally, some smiles after all
2: the recriminations and raised angry tones. Johnny Ray,
0: you've been observing all this here. Uh, Do you have any comments? Because we're going to get back to the phones. But I know you said you had something you wanted to throw into this discussion.
2: Right, to Matt, I wanted to say. And Matt had said— He dropped
0: off the line, by the way.
2: All right, Matt's right. in Wyoming, and he says, yep. hey, the North what Koreans— What about the nuke? North Koreans have nukes. What shouldn't I be doing? Shouldn't I do something about this? Shouldn't I be worried about this? Who can protect me from this? Can not the United States of America protect me from this? I'm going to go with them. And my answer to that is, number one, it's the states and, and humanity's belief in states that has given us nuclear weapons. Yep, that's true. And number two, I think we have to accept the world as it is. I believe that freedom, real freedom, total freedom is the way forward, and it's the safest way forward. And, Ian, like you were saying before, if we're free, then we're not going to be over messing around with other people right. and, and and droning their families, kill, bombing their weddings, upsetting them, and making them want to do things to us. North Korea
0: is not rattling the saber at Switzerland.
1: They're um. not. Let me answer. It was Matt, right? Let me answer his question if I could. Matt, um, your concern is, is one state taking over another state? And if one state state becomes free, a place that was formerly a state becomes free, what would happen if this other state wanted to take over that area? Well, for one, you wouldn't nuke it if you wanted to take it over. Right. Because you can't use it if you nuke it. Right. Right. So if you want to commit genocide, then why would you commit genocide? Because on a national on a on a national theater, you wouldn't look good doing it. Even the United States doesn't nuke Somalia. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. there's no state in Somalia. Not that it's free; it's got all kinds of warlords and things like that. But they don't do that. Generally, when states fight states, the one state attempts to attack the other state's capital, and upon seizing the capital, they win. Where do you see? What do you? What does one state seize in a war of aggression? Of another state that has no capital, of another place that has no capital.
0: Yeah, all you can really do is, is, you know, turn it into glass.
1: I I like the quote that is probably erroneous of the Japanese general, uh, that uh, they would not attack the American mainland because behind every blade of grass would be a a man with a gun. Um, I mean, there are more guns in the United States than there are people. So how that do you all take prevents that over? an
0: invasion but uh, doesn't address the fear of nuclear strike Sure
1: a nuclear strike why would why would you know at that point you're just afraid of crazy people having nuclear weapons and I'm not and I'm not sure we don't have that today Yeah No doubt about it. I'm not sure that under the the paradigm of the state that we don't currently have crazy people with nuclear weapons.
0: I think that you have to break the cycle of violence and the cycle of uh, constant threats. And if you did see something like Wyoming or New Hampshire secede from the U.S., that would send a message to the world – Including the you know nutcase that is running uh, North Korea, that hey we're not a part of this anymore. We're we're going to we do not have troops. We are now the independent nation of Wyoming, and we do not have any troops anywhere around the world. We just have our own people here with their own you know guns, and they're going to defend themselves, and that's it. We want nothing to do with invading your country or taking it over or threatening your people or anything like that. And uh, you know as I said, they're North, North Korea. Iran. These are not countries that are rattling the saber against uh, Switzerland because Switzerland is historically a neutral country and they don't get involved in other uh, countries' conflicts around the world. So it would be the same way with Wyoming. And if you're afraid of some sort of nuclear strike, then here's what I would suggest. Invest with everybody else that has that fear – and uh, come up with some sort of a system to counter it, because that's all that you really have. You they're don't really get to force me to pay for, or you shouldn't get to force me to pay for your war- warring
1: efforts. There are uh, better, in the same way that the, the current uh, sort of free market space systems is, are getting into space and reaching uh, you know, heights that NASA reached with a great deal of tax money significantly more cheaply. Now, there was certainly an amount of innovation that NASA came up with that they're building upon, but they're they're doing it much more cheaply you can protect against intercontinental ballistic missiles much more cheaply than the government currently does.
0: Right. Yeah, they may be failing at the Star Wars program, but uh, the private industry could succeed where the government failed. They had
1: a cannon uh, that they were working on in Germany in 1945 that could fire a a ballistic round from Berlin to London. Now, that's a pretty good long distance. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm asking you if there were, oh, I don't know, every community had one of these. Say every 50 to 100 miles around the United States had one of these cannons, and it it fired like a shotgun and it you know i'll bet you they could make something go farther now um you know an intercontinental ballistic missile can't handle something the size of a, a bb or a ball bearing uh hitting it so i mean you know a few shots up in the air boom 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 of these things and i think your intercontinental ballistic missile is taken out
2: there's a demand in this country for protection from the weapons that the state has devised there's a demand in this country for protection nuclear weapons and conventional weapons and since that demand is there somebody's going to satisfy it right now right now that need is for is forcibly being solved by the state they take our money without our consent and they spend it on things that they say will protect us right
0: that will ostensibly protect us but who knows what would actually happen in the event of some sort of an occurrence if something happens and uh, a bomb falls on uh, the u.s soil you don't get to hold them responsible for it (laughs) <laughs> you're not under a contract with them to provide any kind of service to you if they if they blow it and uh, some foreign
1: enemy comes in and uh, takes your family out too bad i think in this area it's going to be very difficult to hold anybody responsible they just need to be they just need to be successful
0: yeah i get what you're saying but at least a private company has a contract with you and they've actually specifically agreed to protect you in some sort of you know manner that's been spelled out government has no obligation to provide you with any of that Let's continue here. Brent is listening in Indiana to WXNT. Hey, Brent. Brent in Indiana going once. Brent in Indiana going twice. Do we have Brent? I hear someone. Stand by, Brent. We'll try again. Helen listening in Ithaca, New York to WNYY. Hey, Helen.
4: Hey, how you doing?
0: Hey, what's on your mind? Well, what
4: do you think would happen when uh, we, meaning us homo sapiens, are waging a war with Mother nature, okay now who's going to protect us? So my question is and broadly speaking, you guys I kind of think you're proponents of uh, what would I say uh, decentralization. I know I've, I've referred to you as uh, libertarians before, and you say that you're not exactly that whatever so what do you think of FEMA like and what has happened? Just the past?
0: FEMA is an absolute it has no. Uh, function. Yeah, FEMA is an absolute boondoggle uh, for bureaucracy. It actually got in the way of people being helped after Hurricane Katrina. It's kind of Katrina's. Yeah, we
4: know a, that. Right. We know that we know who was in charge of it. That idiot who was uh, <laughs> a law school guy who. Uh, it
0: doesn't matter who you uh, put in charge horses. of it. It's the failure of. I, I love
4: horses, yeah. but
0: it's the failure no, of centralization. Of you can change good. out the head bureaucrat, Helen, and it won't change anything about the way the you know, organization but, operates.
4: But in federalism, all right, if all states are separate, we can't, like, we had been waging a war with Mother Nature, and she's going to win, okay, because we have been abusing the environment, you know. So when a catastrophe happens like that, there's not a single state that's going to be able to do it all on their own. So that's why we sort of need. I don't to want cooperate. the state to
0: do anything. I think people should cooperate. We
4: do you want everyone just die? No. Or drown or people should
0: cooperate. You think the state saves people from drowning? Go back to Hurricane Katrina and look I'm, what yeah, happened there.
4: Yes. Yeah. Well, go back to this Hurricane uh, Sandy, and this is this worked out decently, you know. It hasn't
0: even started. I mean, it's barely even begun yet. Usually the the FEMA debacles you don't hear about until a little little ways down the line. Look, people should cooperate, Helen, but the state isn't cooperation. It's force. It's using the threat of violence against your neighbor to try to force them to fund things like- they may or may not agree with.
2: I think during one of the last hurricanes in, in North Carolina, Raleigh was, was obliterated. Uh, trees down everywhere. So a couple of guys from Goldsboro—by the way, I'm taking this from the Econ Talk podcast, this story— a couple of guys from Goldsboro, North Carolina, got a refrigerated truck full of bottled water and a bunch of chainsaws, and they cut their way in, and they sold the water for exorbitant prices. That's what they were going in there for. They were going in there to make a profit, and because the profit was— was so because the margins were so good, they they cleared roads. They 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 sawed their way into that place and brought the people to the water that they didn't otherwise have. And because the prices were so high, people
0: who didn't really need the water weren't buying it. Helen, I wish we could talk further with you about this, uh, but we're short on time for tonight. I would suggest you call in maybe at the beginning of tomorrow night's show. And if you didn't get on tonight uh, as well, you you can always call in 7 o'clock at night Eastern time. We'll start the show out with you, and we can continue talking about FEMA. At that time, because, uh, you know, again, it's the illusion of protection. The government wants you to think, oh, we're here to help you. But the FEMA is just another bu- government bureaucracy that's bloated, full of bureaucrats and n- without any real serious, uh, you know, success stories on their hands that aren't followed up by a bunch of failures and putting people's lives in even more jeopardy. We can talk more about it later. FreeTalkLive.com.
7: Election day is fast approaching. As Americans, we're looking to vote in a new batch of Washington's best, brightest, and morally bankrupt flim flam artists that money can buy. These irresponsible, unaccountable politicians will try to convince us that red is more fashionable than blue, or that blue is superior to red. These hucksters all want us to know that it's okay to bend over for their big business friends. In our hearts, we all know that no matter what color we choose, we're going to get screwed. Oh, yeah. The staff at VavaVoom says let's get screwed in style. From naughty to nice, VavaVoom has all the top brands of adult novelties, DVDs, sexy lingerie, and supplements that will help keep your bedroom heated these cold winter nights. Let VavaVoom help you get your kink on. Prefer to shop naked? Oh, yeah. Fulfill even your naughtiest fantasies online at shopvavavoom.com. That's shopvavavoom.com.